Welcome to the Recycle Podcast, where we discuss everyday issues from a mental health perspective. We are your hosts, Dr. Rashonda Strickland, Dr. LaFanya Jones-Hines, and Dr. Nichelle Wall. Now don't get it twisted. We're not going to be your stereotypical therapist. What we will be is informative, down to earth, a little spicy, and vulnerable. All right, interns, turn up your volume, grab your pen and paper. It's supervision time. As a reminder, this podcast is not meant to take the place of a relationship with a licensed mental health professional. Welcome back to session 78, movie mental breakdown, almost Christmas. 2016 this one's funny uh because i was just telling the ladies uh interns that i did not realize that this movie uh was <laughs> in 2016 my mind made it seem like it was you know at least 10 to 12 years ago but clearly i was wrong uh yeah yeah it happens it and does. i didn't realize now of course I mean, because interns, you all know, I just lost my aunt. So I didn't realize this movie was going to be so sad to me in certain parts. So I was like, why am I crying? I struggled too. I was like, I was like, like, what is going on with these eyes sweating? (laughs) Yeah, I was in my feels. When they got to the pie part, I thought about you. Oh, I did too. I was like, you better dry them tears up. That is not Peach Cobbler. Yeah, <laughs> no. If I had to say one scene did make my heart be like, oh, it was that scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, other than that, I was kind of like, huh. But, <laughs> <laughs> but, I, but I that think one a, scene. Yeah, yeah, I think it's for me, I think it was just because I just lost my aunt. Oh, so, of course, of course. You know, but so if you just lost somebody and you haven't seen this movie. It might be a tearjerker. Yeah. But with that being said, I I do think it would be great if we just uh, dedicated this one to all our lost loved ones that we've had this year. Mm-hmm. So for me, that will be uh, Brandon Reed, which is my brother who committed suicide earlier this year. And then also um, my sister's dad who passed away uh, last week. And his name is Terry Childers. Mm-hmm. And mine would have to be my Aunt Sheila. Um, who just passed away in November. And then I would also say for the ones of you, those of you who lost people to COVID, mm-hmm. lost people to um, situation, uh, other circumstances that was brought up because of COVID, mm-hmm. you know, just other things as well. Oh, yeah. And let Absolutely. me also say a uh, friend of the podcast, uh, Trishana Gills, you know, we also dedicate to dedicate this to Grammy. Mm. Man, I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, that's a a sweet but grim <laughs> way to get started. But it is. But um, you but know, let's you got to do what you got to do yep, and yep. show respect where respect is due. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this one stars a lot of people. Uh, some <laughs> a lot of big name people in this yes, movie. A lot of big names and a lot of names that we have said many times over. Mm-hmm. Uh, namely, Gabrielle Union. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I was like, we found a lot of her movies. Her <laughs> Romney. Her and mm-hmm. Taraji are probably the two. Yes. <laughs> and Regina. Yeah. And we oh, don't even be trying. Not King. Um, 
We don't. We just be picking a movie. Mm-hmm. But you know, there's only like 25 black actors. So. Only no. allowed to be yeah. 25. So you don't get the same <laughs> rotation. Uh, but Gabrielle Union plays Rachel. Uh, she mm-hmm. is the second oldest daughter or child. No, I think she's no. the she's the baby, she's daughter, the baby daughter. But she's the second daughter. Yeah. 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 Uh, then we have um, Cheryl is playing mm-hmm. by Kimberly Elise. She is um, Rachel's sister. Mm-hmm. Then we have Christian, who's played by Romany Malco, and he is the brother in this situation, mm-hmm. or the oldest brother. Mm-hmm. And then we have the rounding out the children in this family is Evan, played by Jesse T. Usher. Mm-hmm. I almost said Tucker. <laughs> I was, thinking, I was like, mm-mm. <laughs> that, says, that says T. Usher. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> So that rounds out the children in the family. The father, Walter, is played by um, Danny Glover. Mm-hmm. And then I don't know who plays the mom. I have that information. Yeah, because I was like, she didn't have any lines. So I was like, is it Rachel Ky- Kylian? She was just a visual throughout the film. Hold on, let me find it. My eyes. My eyes is all over. I know place. Rachel Kylian yeah. was the young Grace. Rachel Kylian, she's actually the older grace and then lynn talbert is the older one ironically you just said you said you said older twice Mm. oh younger lynn talbert played young grace oh Oh, okay gotcha uh so then christian's wife sonia is played by nicole ari parker Mm -hmm. cheryl's husband lonnie is played by jb smooth Mm -hmm. uh aunt may Mm-hmm. who is their mom's sister is mm-hmm. played by Monique. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is Monique's last name? I have no idea what her, what, I don't know what her, what her last name, name is. I used to know, but I can't but remember everybody just no knows more. Her as Monique. Yeah. Uh, next door neighbor and love interest to the end. Malachi is played by Omar Epps. Mm-hmm. And then Jasmine mm-hmm. is played by Carrie Hilson. Mm-hmm. And Andy the campaign manager is played by John Michael Higgins, AKA Brooks, also known as Brooks <laughs> and Eric, who is Evan's friend is played by DC young fly. Mm-hmm. I think I got everybody. You forgot the daddy. The okay. da- I said that was Danny Glover. I don't remember hearing it, but I may have gotten off track. We, we probably was in our brains. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, I said the daddy play, oh. Walter play, is played she by did. Danny. Oh, she did. She did, girl. I was like, wait, I was that's like, I me. thought I said the daddy. That's me. <laughs> oh, uh, I didn't know them. I didn't, excuse me, I didn't have the mama. Mm. Mm. Okay. That's why I didn't have. Uh, so I think that's all the, and then of course they're the children. Mm-hmm. Um, Cameron, D, and mm, Naya. Naya. I couldn't, I knew it was an a, a N, but Nadege, I couldn't. Marley, and Alcoya. So. And then Jasmine, she's Carrie Hilson. I mm-hmm. said that. Didn't, I didn't hear I you. think the I, only people. Are y'all not listening no, to I'm me not, today? I wasn't. It's, this is a hard movie. What's going on? <laughs> I'm going to be blanked out a whole lot. <laughs> I think the um, only other people worth mentioning, just because they are celebrity celebrities, is Gladys Knight, who oh, plays yeah. mm-hmm. the shelter director. Mm-hmm. Everybody that loves, um, uh, what is that movie? Video. Oh, Green. Uh, Greenwood. Is it Greenwood? green tree 
green something. The the people that had the church. Green leaf. Oh, green green leaf. leaf. Them people. I've never seen it, but the uh You said green, that was the only show I could think you. of. <laughs> something about a tree and a leaf and something. <laughs> but the pastor in this movie is actually Gregory Allen Williams, which mm-hmm. was the bad uncle. Mm-hmm. And then we got Monica. The singer who oh, plays yeah. a waitress. She mm-hmm. had like a split cameo. Uh-huh. And yeah. then we also have the incomparable Donnie Simpson, who p- actually plays a radio DJ. Mm-hmm. And he is a DJ in real life. Okay. Uh, I thought the way this movie started was really cute. Mm-hmm. Uh, unlike our last one. <laughs> this is how you do a backstory. This. <laughs> yeah, this is how you do a backstory if you're trying to do it for a movie. I thought it was really cute to see their progression and mm-hmm. you know how they have their children and then mm-hmm. they have their oops baby. You Girl, know, when they the, had that oops baby and he lay, he laid in that chair like, "Oh my god." I'm like, "Sir, she did not climb on top of herself and get herself pregnant. What are you not. meaning?" Oh my but god. But can you imagine forgetting and then you got a baby in your 50s? Mm. Well, sir, you need to do something about that. I'm I mean, saying be, both of them. Yeah. Me be killing me with this. I'm, oh my God. I'm so, why, how did this, ha- how did it happen? Sir, think about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's been happening since the dawn of time. Thank mm-hmm. you. <laughs> but I was like, ah, the oops, baby. Mm-hmm. I like the way they set up the flashback because it shows how much family meant to this particular family mm-hmm. as well as, you know, different things that are important. The dynamic of the the family like it was a is short and to the point but it shared so much and showed so much about mm-hmm. uh walter and grace oh yeah and i thought the song was fitting um the title song ain't no woman like the one i got mm-hmm. you know i thought that was a fitting for his love for her and you know just kind of what is missing for him mm-hmm. you know now mm-hmm. that she is gone mm-hmm. i like that they showed the importance of the um sweet potato pie Mm-hmm. like you know she fixed it for him every year or yeah. you know mm-hmm. and he just loved it yeah <laughs> and also in turn y'all gonna love this because they had dates they that did. were accurate mm-hmm. they so did so we start the flashback in 1971 and then it ends in 2016 mm-hmm. i was like look at that because mm-hmm. they mm-hmm. showed in 20 uh what 2015 what's the mm-hmm. name went off to college mm-hmm. and was on the football team i was like okay mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I said, but wait a minute. He would have been, I was like, in 2015, he was born in 1996. He would have been. <laughs> I was like, wait. Okay. But I was like, let it go. Let it go. <laughs> and then I liked the fact that they gave us a sequence of days on for the, the countdown of Christmas. Mm-hmm. So it let us know there was a, a span of five days. Yeah. Yes. Now I'm going to let y'all know, I did not write none of them days down. So I don't know when these I things happen in these too. days. Yeah, I got them. Because I was like, it's a lot of jumping around in this movie from scene to scene to scene to scene to scene. Yeah, yeah I, I had it. to break it down in them days. I was mm-hmm. like, I'm thoroughly confused. <laughs> so let me do that. But also the end of the flashback, it starts the beginning, almost the beginning of the movie. So mm-hmm. we end the flashback with Walter's wife, Grace, dying. And you can just tell that he's kind of lost his footing. He doesn't really know what to do anymore and he and he's technically an empty nester and so then it fast forwards to 10 months later so the death is relatively new mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so it starts off with him looking sitting on the bed looking at her beer looking at her obituary mm-hmm. and cl- uh, planning to sell his home mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know and you can only imagine that being in his home is too many memories it's you know a 
everywhere he looks is a constant reminder of his wife. So, mm-hmm. you know, naturally it would be like, I want to have a fresh start and move forward from here mm-hmm. so that, uh, you know, I can live a new life now. Mm-hmm. And I can imagine it's a lot of house for an older man. It, it looks like if they had four children, mm-hmm. you know, now some of them were probably gone by the time the littlest one came up, but, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's a huge house. At least it looked like it was. Yeah. It had did. a basement. So if you know they got a basement, you know it's usually pretty big. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he wants to get his children together and the family together for, you know, one last hoorah in the house that the kids don't know, but he mm-hmm. knows. And of course, as you can tell, he's like, I hope this goes well. Because <laughs> he already know that when his children come together. And it, it seemed to be just the two, the Cheryl and Rachel, that weren't getting along. He was like, oh, God, I hope, this, mm-hmm. I hope they get along. Oh, yeah, it don't yeah. seem like the boys were really, you know, at odds or anything. They didn't bicker, but they had their own set of problems. Mm-hmm. Oh, you yeah. know what I mean? Individually. Individually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it seemed like with the older on um, with Christian that the sisters trigger him. So while they he may not have been a part of the argument, but their arguing draws him in. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then they all end up in this this world of sibling rivalry. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, in this initial scene set up, there was one thing that rubbed me the wrong way. I did not like that Cheryl answered her phone while she was working on a patient's mouth or while she was working with a patient and had a full blown conversation Mm -hmm. with her dad while her patient was laying right there. Cheryl don't care. I was like, that is so disrespectful. It's you know, if you have a phone call, that's not the problem. But it, get up answering it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like in get front up, of the client. And then continuing to talk. Mm-hmm. Now say, excuse me, let me I need to step out for a second. Mm-hmm. Are you having a full blown and really about nothing mm-hmm. in reality, you know? Mm-hmm. Yes, it's about the setup and, and going home and visiting, which is important, but was it important for you to do it right then in front of your client? Mm-hmm. Patient. You know, they got mm. different things. Yeah. That rubbed me the wrong way. Uh, but other than that, that was really the only thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cheryl is the successful one um, as far as the two sisters. Mm-hmm. And that's going to definitely play out later in the movie. <laughs> well, and I think if, you know, later on, you don't know this about her in the beginning. I think it speaks to some character uh, mm-hmm. I don't want to say flaws because I feel like that's the wrong word, but uh, character issues that she um, likely has mm-hmm. being able to do something like that in that way. Uh, Cause she, you know, later talks about being a control freak. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was like, mm-hmm, I can see that. <laughs> but then you, we also learn, learn later that it, some of that comes from her being the one that's expected to be able to figure it out on mm-hmm. her own. Mm-hmm. which yes. she said was overrated for her oh yes absolutely uh so what else you know we also learned that rachel <laughs> is having some financial issues mm-hmm. recently Clearly. divorced yes recently divorced having some big financial issues mm-hmm. um single mom mm-hmm. and she seemed to be a uh professional student because she's (laughs) not really sure what she wants to go to school Mm -hmm. for Mm -hmm. and now at this point in time she's in law school yeah Mm -hmm. and you also learn in this scene uh that her daughter is pretty aware Mm -hmm. and 
I don't want to say intelligent because it was a different type of intelligence, but she definitely was very vocal. She seemed to have uh, common sense. Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh, And I was almost thinking they have slight loose boundaries. The mom and the daughter do. I don't think Mm -hmm. they're unhealthy. I don't think they're quite at that level, but um, there was just something several times about the way her daughter like mimicked her Mm -hmm. or some of the types of things that she said to her. Mm -hmm. I was like, that's, a, that's a lot for a very young child to be talking to their parent like that hmm. but and you, she normally plays that character mm. nadage is her real name but yeah she normally plays a character similar to that like she's the insightful child mm-hmm. in a lot of the movies she's in uh because it reminded me of the one child from blackish um mm-hmm. i don't know what the the marcy yeah i was like oh, i God. don't know her her name her character name yeah because I've only seen maybe two or three episodes yeah, of Blackish, but um, she was like that in the episodes that I saw. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Uh, so we also learned that Christian is running for some sort of Senate seat or something or Congress. Mm-hmm. Some sort of, mm-hmm. um, and he's a busy, busy guy. Mm-hmm. And his wife is trying to get him to slow down and spend time with the family. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, oh, I got to get my I swear I'm going to be present. And then the campaign manager is coming along <laughs> with him. <laughs> Yes. Uh, on the family uh trip i will have to say that christian's wife sonia is probably my favorite like well-rounded character in this movie mm-hmm. like you can tell she is the peacemaker for this family and she is her family by marriage not by mm-hmm. birth mm-hmm. so i was like lord she's saving another person lord she's saving another person because <laughs> this family was struggling they were my they goodness were. they really were Okay, and then we got baby Evan, who <laughs> is coming off of a, I'm assuming some maybe rotator cuff injury mm-hmm, or something mm-hmm. like that. It's now healed, and we get our first introduction that he's addicted to pain pills. Like when I saw them pills, I was like, "Sir, seriously?" Mm-hmm. I tried like four times to read what the medication I think was. It was. Some sort of hydrocodone. Okay, because mm-hmm. I was like, every time I tried to pause it, the bottle was not quite turned mm-hmm, in a way yeah. that I could really read it. I was like. Mm. Okay. Um, but he's addicted to the to the meds. To the opiates. Yeah. Uh, because he's being told before he goes away for his Christmas vacation that when he comes back he can re engage back into the game and mm-hmm. you know, he's been cleared and everything's good to go. Mm-hmm. And they specifically said, Get off of those pills. Get off. And mm-hmm. he's seeking the pills. Yeah, and it's not for the pain. Not well, the not physical, that, pain. Not physical not, pain. Not that pain. Okay, yeah. so then that's the opening opening. Well, with the introduction of the kids. Mm-hmm. So then Aunt May arrives. <laughs> In her classic way. Mm-hmm. She did. With comedy. Yes. <laughs> and what I will say, I love that they uh, allowed her to be successful, mm-hmm. that she was not just, you know, the old maid uh you know spinster kind of aunt mm-hmm. that she really mm-hmm. went and lived her life i wrote that a little bit later on mm-hmm. towards the end of the film but i liked that she was who she was yeah and she was able to do that because of her sister because mm-hmm. she's the baby sister 
So this, out of the characters, I had to say that um, Monique was my favorite because she brought laughter into the home. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a lot of times when people are grieving, we talked about that in our other session, but when people are grie- grieving, it's so kind of, it can mm-hmm. be kind of sad and mm-hmm. just kind of slumber. And so I like that she was able to bring laughter into the home, mm-hmm. you know, with being her classic Monique self. I loved she it. Was, yes. mm-hmm. Her outtakes were hilarious. They mm-hmm, were. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's funny. They should yeah. kept that. Uh, but yeah, so she, you know, told Walter, go get my bags. They in the driveway. <laughs> and yeah. she had bags. Yes. Yeah. I, I think at least like five or six of them things. <laughs> and, you know, I like that he was able to banter back with her and was like, it's pre- probably all her wigs. Because mm-hmm. she did have several throughout this, yes. <laughs> this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she had a Shaka Khan mm-hmm. wig that was cute on her. <laughs> Uh, and then uh, the rest of the children start to kind of arrive around this point. The, well, the older children, because Evan gets there a little bit later. But all the older children kind of start arriving around the same time, it seems like. Don't forget the car rental scene. <laughs> oh, that's before. Oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I totally forgot about that. So Lonnie, mm. ha- you know, you can just tell by this character, he's just a flirtatious man in general mm-hmm. and he's at the car rental counter flirting with the little agent and she he like i don't know who place. i don't know who you are sir do you want the you want the 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 ultima or you want the the corolla <laughs> like which one you want sir <laughs> um but he keep trying to tell her about his time playing basketball and overseas and making the the, the winning shot <laughs> and then proceeds to give her a card it's got to be from 1970 something. Yeah. Because they don't make those uniforms like that no more. No. And he looked young in that picture. Mm-hmm. And this was my first indication that Cheryl is definitely unhappy in her marriage. Mm-hmm. She's un- in an unequal relationship. Yeah. Because he didn't help her with no with the bags. Mm-hmm. He didn't help her. He didn't even want to open a door. Yeah. Because she's completely seemed embarrassed by him. Mm-hmm. To be honest, Cheryl got a little pick me energy, to be honest. Mm. Mm. even though she's as successful as she is she has some pick me energy huh. yeah it makes you wonder what was really going on in them family dynamics mm-hmm. you know because they kind of even though the kids bicker they kind of wrap it up like the parents were perfect mm-hmm. um which it's, is weird until you get to the the end and they talking about how they grew up but yeah. they they weren't paying attention to them kids the way they needed to be mm-hmm but I can see where you're going with that, you know, because mm-hmm. she definitely was uh, unequally yoked <laughs> with him. Definitely. Because yeah. she was, was working at like Best Buy. Mm-hmm. Not that there's anything wrong with working at Best Buy, but compare in comparison with where she was in her mm-hmm. career mm-hmm. and where he seemed to be all over the place still. He didn't seem, even if he was working at Best Buy, he didn't seem to have a trajectory trajectory a solid trajectory of where he was going he only worked there for a week yeah i know i know (laughs) i was like sir i need you to pick something Mm -hmm. well he was stuck in his glory days right yes you know and there are some people that once they've reached whatever the pinnacle Mm -hmm. for themselves is they stay there Mm -hmm. and it seems like him being um playing uh overseas was the pinnacle of his life Mm -hmm. so from there it's like uh, you know pretty much downhill i just do whatever to get by yeah because i'm no longer performing at that um place anymore yeah so then they all get there and when the girls see each other cheryl hugs sonya 
Uh, right. And did not. She didn't even acknowledge. No. Not even an eye over there. Mm-mm. And you could tell uh, it bothered Rachel because mm-hmm. her face was just kind of like, okay, like mm-hmm. you're not going to give me no whatever. But then when she finally turned around and said something, it was like, mm-hmm. oh, hey, girl. Hey. That fake, nice nastiness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Kimberly at least played his role well because she's played her many times. <laughs> <laughs> yes. She either played her or she played TT. Mm-hmm. Then very vastly different people yeah and you could definitely tell when rachel walked into the house you could tell she was still grieving Mm -hmm. and it seemed like she hadn't been back since her mom passed away Mm -mm. no no but oh my god before that the whole scene between rachel and malachi getting into the house (laughs) yeah oh my goodness it's the hyper independence trauma response for me Mm. that's what i was thinking i was like like, ma'am you struggling with them bags just let the man carry the bags up them four stairs or if you gonna carry (laughs) can you pull them correctly like you gonna struggle you gonna get a hernia man you trying to push one and pull one that is not how you do that you do two pulls behind you like what are you doing and i was like it took you more energy to say no to him <laughs> and do all the of that then right yeah. and her daughter was looking at her like well i'm gonna go in the house because i'm not supposed to deal with this uh-huh. you want to act crazy again bye i'm going here with my cousins yes <laughs> and because and you're doing this because you're holding a 20 year old grudge against him for she, something she, you did which we'll talk about later right but for something you did she ma'am. mad because of la- love and basketball scene (laughs) (laughs) that's funny (laughs) please don't do that because he a different character and i'll be i get mad all over again (laughs) but i was just like girl please like chill out it it ain't that important like Mm -mm. it's literally 20 feet like it ain't gonna kill you for you to let this man take these bad he trying to be nice have some holiday spirit as they say Mm -hmm. but he was trying to do we his grown man thing. He was. And he wouldn't let him be a grown man. Mm-hmm. At all. You over here trying to be, like you said, hyper independent. I don't need no man. Uh, sometimes you do because luggage is heavy. <laughs> or just because. I know. It's because I don't want to break my nail. <laughs> uh, <laughs> broken nails. Anyway. But uh, I almost had forgot about that little scene right there. Uh, so then they start slowly emasculating Lonnie because <laughs> the rooftop snowman is not working. So they ask <laughs> their grandfather, can he fix the rooftop snowman? He says, no. And then Lonnie jumps in, you know, and dun, 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 I can fix rooftop Santa. Cause I was an IT specialist. And For one week. week. <laughs> yeah. And she was like, you worked at Best Buy. <laughs> and he was like, but in dog years, that's basically like five months or whatever he said. And I was like, no, that means you pointed people in the direction of where stuff was at. Yeah. Um, and then, so I was like, wow, you kind of just tore him down in front of everybody, but he rolled with it. Mm-hmm. He kept in his stride. You can tell I don't nobody in that family like that man. Mm-hmm. No, because then Rachel backdoored it. <laughs> and did it too. <laughs> I was like, oh. And they don't even get along. I was like, wait a minute. Y'all don't, okay. Same okay. side. Okay. I said, they ain't got no respect. Nah. You know, it's one thing for you to be, you know, saying stuff to your spouse, but like you have some like level of restraint 
when you're in front of people and just not totally, you know, annihilate the person. And I'm like, well, that's also, this is not an excuse, but this is also why y'all are having issues as well. Mm -hmm. Like if you're speaking to him, like, like, dude, you're dumb. Mm -hmm. Right. And he's like, "Uh uh-uh, no, I'm not (laughs) because this, what I did. And so now he's going to do everything he can to prove that he equals, he's, he's at the same level mm-hmm. of, of intelligence of whatever it is. Absolutely. I was like, you gotta be careful with that. Mm-hmm. So then we, did we talk about Walter going to the shelter? And that's when Gladys Knight. That's when, that's well, what he's about it's, to it's do. It's coming oh, okay. up in this. Cause he was like, I ain't fool. I'm about to go to the shelter. I, I ain't messing with y'all. Um, and then, you know, everybody walks away and then uh, Rachel and Cheryl just go opposite. <laughs> they look at each other and it's just like mm. mm-hmm. separate directions so then yes uh walter goes to the shelter and we get some reminiscent action where mm-hmm. you can see his wife uh like making beds and and yeah. you know kind of doing things because she was an active volunteer, volunteer mm-hmm. uh, for the shelter and in the midst of his reminiscing the director comes up and it looks like they've been friends for a long time because mm-hmm. they was like holding hands while they was walking. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, they've been friends for a long time in real life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cause they were super comfortable. They were, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, last night she don't be getting close to people. She'd be like, Mm-mm. I was Stay like, on over there. They've been friends for a long time. <laughs> for real. <laughs> I ain't going to speculate more than that, but they've been friends for a long time. Uh, so she, you know, is telling him about how much they miss her and how much they appreciate, you know, their work at the shelter. And she gives him a picture that his wife had made or framed framed for them. For, of them. And, uh, you know, he basically is like, you know, you a sexy little thing, you. Mm-hmm. And he was, of course. Talking mm-hmm. about his wife. Not and then he night. said, <laughs> right. <laughs> yes. He was looking at the picture when he said that. Yes. Mm-hmm. He said, you sure are fine, girl. I was like, oh, you better still love her. I know. Mm-hmm. But it ain't even been a year, so. Yeah. yeah. That's how my grandfather was when my grandma passed. Oh. I was like, oh, Papa. That's sad. <laughs> but he also thought he looked good, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but looking at the picture, you know, if they were a real couple, I was like, they actually do look good together. Mm-hmm. They did. <laughs> yeah. I was like, that was good casting on their part. Um. So then, after this... <laughs> 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 what aunt may finish them cooking them, them dishes oh, oh the combinations the, the girl oh man uh that's what i wrote aunt may's food that was my uh my title for this mm-hmm. <laughs> girl when lonnie said this food looked like ingredients to vomit i said shut up you so stupid but even before that he said "Ooh, i can smell what you're cooking up oh, i'm in the bathroom <laughs> lord no get two comedians together Mm -hmm. (laughs) but you could tell she always trying to cook which is ironic because she can't cook but her sister could burn Mm -hmm. for y'all don't don't know what that means that means she could cook well yeah (laughs) but i was like oh i said they were all wrong for that though (laughs) i said aunt may was wrong for cooking the food And they was wrong for the way they was tearing it down. I said everybody was just wrong in this. I wouldn't ate that either. The way that they, stuff was looking. They did some child abuse. They made they that sacrifice baby. that baby. Christian talked about Bill. I was like, he's not a man boy. He's a boy. 
That's what I said. <laughs> I said, wait, but how you gonna say be a man and you ain't even being a man? Right. <laughs> you trying to make the boy eat it. He told about some, I don't want to die. <laughs> <laughs> he immediately ran to the bathroom. I was like, but in my head, I was like, it just didn't look appetizing. No. I was like, but I would have tried it though. I wouldn't. Because at this age, you already know Aunt May can't cook. Mm. It ain't no. The babies just don't know. No, I think the <laughs> no, babies they, knew. They knew. They said, yeah, I know no. they lo- they knew based on what they was looking at. They said, wait a minute, octopus. What? Uh-uh. Who eat that? What's and mung beans? She made the tea. Mung bean. She made the, t- the, the tea oh, milk. The that's, tea. that's the one thing I probably would have did because know. I know no, I don't like it boba. ain't too. I don't uh, either, but I'm saying that's the one thing I'd have been like, I know what's in that. Some milk yeah. and some tea and some sugar. That would have right. sent me right to the bathroom. I'll pass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the only thing that I said I would have probably eaten was the potato salad because I would have just taken the the dried fish off the top. No, ma'am. Um, you don't know what's in that creamy concoction. I, I said try. <laughs> Y'all know I wouldn't have tried that. Because that's what he that. ate. The he boy. did. He sure did. He ate one of the potatoes. Yeah, he did. Yeah, I, y'all know ah. I wouldn't try none of that. That none of that looked like. Mm-mm, nope. But you know they always say somebody's got to take one for the team. I guess it'd be, <laughs> <laughs> it'd be you. It'd be you, Doctor Chicken. Oh, it'd be me. <laughs> you know I'll try anything twice. So you know that opens me up to a lot of things. But I will. Mm-mm. You know, cause I, you never, I'm gonna just look at your face and be like, "What?" Well, because the first time you <laughs> never know. You it might be a fluke, and I just didn't. So the second time is my confirmation. Like. Okay, so I would have taken at least two bites. The mm. first one would have been. <laughs> let me make sure. Let me just make sure. And I would have tried it again just to make. Mm-hmm. And then if it would have been a, a second confirmation, of the, you know what, Ame? Thank you so much. Ah, man, I, I'm so. Would full. you would have would you have taste all the dishes? Hmm. That's a good. Now that's a good question. I would have ordered my pizza. I don't know. I may have gotten a little tiny little teaspoon of everything. Mm. Yeah, probably if I'm being uh, if I'm be real, because mm-hmm. I just like to try new food. the 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 names of some of these things threw me off, mm-hmm. but see, I would all of the things she cooked with. I recognize it was the concoction she put okay. together. <laughs> yes. I said, "No, I'm good. I'm good." Yeah, it was wrong though. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then I also was like. She, I was, I couldn't tell if she was joking, but they never brought this up later in, on in the film. But she was like, um, when she said something about knowing who your daddy is or whatever, something mm-hmm. like that. I was like, is that just her being funny, yeah. or is that like a family secret? Mm-hmm. I think, it but was they her never being went funny. back and addressed it. So I was like, it had to have been just her being funny. Because mm-hmm. uh, I was like, how you gonna say something like that at the at the table? <laughs> And just mm-hmm. yell it out like that. <laughs> and nobody acknowledge it at all. But they also know they aren't, so. Mm-hmm. 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 This is also the time where they all, the first time they all kind of like reminisce about mom and mm-hmm. her cooking. Um, oh, yeah. But Cheryl just can't Help keep her tongue to herself. Mm-hmm. And she just start tearing her baby sister down. And that just escalates everything. Mm-hmm. Cause then that's when Evan walk in probably high as a kite. He was mm-hmm. um with them shades on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's nighttime. I sir. wear my sunglasses <laughs> at night. Um, and he was like, "Y'all fighting already?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, we are. Ding ding ding. Mm-hmm. As they're heading up the stairs, mm-hmm. man. Y'all, but 
Go ahead. Aunt May. Yes, yes that's I what I was about to say, too. too. I was like, come through, Monique. Yes. She gathered With them. the reed. She did. She snatched all <laughs> they wigs off. Yes. And them braid, them micros. She snatched everything. <laughs> Went off on Evan, Evan time. But I just got here because you got them bozo shoes on. <laughs> Man, and she t- when they started coming down them stairs, she told me, "Look at this young sheets," because <laughs> <laughs> they was they were trying to uh-huh. elbow each other. Hurry up! <laughs> I said, "Boy," she said, "She's talking about some push a bee again, push a bee again." <laughs> I was like, "I love you, Monique." Yes, I loved it because I was like, "Get them, get you hear me clapping, guys, get them together." Yes, because they needed it. Because they really were just acting up for no really no reason. reason. Given that this was. And we don't know this, but it appears that this is the first time that these siblings have been together mm-hmm. since the passing of their mother. Yeah. Yeah. And y'all going to act like this? Right. Towards your daddy, because that's really the thing. Like, y'all treating your daddy wrong. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I liked um, was Evan, <coughs> excuse me, Evan hugged uh, Walter. <laughs> and he said, well, you got to hug me back. And so I was oh, like, yeah. that was good that he asked for what he needed. Mm-hmm. It was, but his daddy also was looking at him like, what is wrong with you? Mm-hmm. Something ain't right. Mm-hmm. And he gave him that quick pat pat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that's that old school um, boomer hug. <laughs> that's what that was. Mm-hmm. Cause you know, them old daddies be like, all right now and hit you real hard. Uh, mm-hmm. They don't embrace you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he gave him one of them hugs. Uh, but you know, they next talk about going to church. Oh, what I wrote in my notes about Aunt May, I said she was herding cats here and she did a really good a good job of herding cats because that's exactly what they were acting like. Mm-hmm. A bunch of cats. Uh, but her and uh, Nia, Naya, whatever her name is in this movie was cracking me up. We ain't going to make it to Christmas, are we? No. Mm-hmm. Like, no, not a chance. No. And then we have four days until Christmas. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you, because I have no idea. Uh, they were going to church, or they're preparing to go to church in this mm-hmm. very next scene. Evan finds a picture of his mom with um, some I love yous on the back. Mm-hmm. But before that, he find, we find him in the mirror uh, giving his, his made speech. up his speech to his made up. <laughs> I was like, sir, can I we mean, not? We've all done You cute, but I don't think the people at your school gonna be going that crazy for you but you said you this award was for uh international <laughs> not <laughs> football right <laughs> this was international all continents don't even play football okay not the ones americans play soccer right yes yeah but you know what you gotta big yourself up if i, I don't big yeah. me up who else is gonna do it i don't think he had that problem being a baby i don't think he had that problem <laughs> I mean, no, because he got a lot of attention. I'm yes, sure he did with having adult siblings mm-hmm. by the time he came around. Um, but you got to big yourself up. You know, don't don't let yourself down like that. So mm-hmm. I can appreciate the the future <laughs> dream a made up award. Mm-hmm. Okay, <laughs> um, but he's also you know he's preparing to go to church. He mm-hmm. finds the picture of mom, um, and mm-hmm. you know starts to feel sad of course uh, about losing her mm-hmm. and um because she looked like he, she was one of his biggest supporters mm-hmm. yeah. yeah which would make sense because mm-hmm. you know as a, a a baby and not only being the baby but like baby by 20 years mm-hmm. i'm sure his parents had nothing but 
time to just dedicate and dote on him because mm-hmm. they didn't have to split their energy between the three other. other three. Yeah, because mm-hmm. they were all, you know, I imagine uh, out of the house, probably. Yeah. Except for Gabrielle. She, I think she was almost out. She was in high school. Mm hmm. Mm. Because I think she was born in the early 80s. Mm-hmm. Um, so then, you know, if he wasn't born until the late 90s or mm-hmm. mid to late 90s, then, you know, you yeah. do. You have an 18, 19 year gap there. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they didn't have to split that attention. Yeah. So he was able to probably um, reignite her mother, the mother in her, mm-hmm. you know, that there's something different about mothering a little one. Cause you're, it's an active daily thing versus you have adult children where it's not as daily and part of your routine as it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And he also gets that love almost of a grandma too, mm-hmm. which is a whole other level of spoiling. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, but he gets, he gets that from maybe not the grandma level, but he gets that spoiling from everybody. You know, mm-hmm. the, I'm sure the siblings, you know, did their, him too. Mm-hmm. especially he had a, you know, a gift of being able to play football. He was, you know, active. Mm-hmm. He was fun. He, you know, he had a, he had energy, Yeah, you know, seemed like he may have been like an extrovert or something. So he was a people, he was out there in front of the people and stuff. Yeah. So, Mm-mm-mm. so they do eventually get to the church and they all realize, oh, pause. Huh. well, because he wasn't, dealing with those emotions he did go ahead and pop two yeah, more he pills did. he did he did put them glasses on again and then walked out he did i forgot i wrote that down i literally just skipped up right over there <laughs> uh he did so we're seeing the spiral of his addiction mm-hmm. they get to church and all the kids realize they ain't been to church in a long time mm-hmm. uh and i was like i wonder why that is if they are all you know grew up in a church Church, you know and church going folk what has happened that would have um caused them to stop but Mm -hmm. you know that's a lot of a deep dive for a movie like this but Mm -hmm. it did make me wonder because they felt the need to say it Mm -hmm. like what was behind that and then they oh go ahead well i was getting ready to say lonnie could barely get into church he had just sat down he started going to sleep Mm -hmm. (laughs) them eyes was like rolling in the back of his head i was like sir that's you how just i be sat down in session sometimes <laughs> i feel like that's how i look but my clients they keep rolling they keep talking and i'd be like i know i look crazy over here <laughs> i'd be feeling bad <laughs> like i'm sorry i'm tired be struggle some days it is i'm a human being uh and then i was like first of all why the pastor i was like this is so tasteless to me that's green leaf Y'all know this is why this is exactly why I hate church scenes. I know I hate church scenes in movies. I hate them. I was like, that is so tasteless. You're going to say, oh, we ain't seen Walter since the past. I was like, why would you say that? Why would you call this man out for what? For what reason? How Him first, and his family. That. How did you even notice them? Because <laughs> this don't look like it's a church with like two, three people in it. Well, this is a large watching. Mm. Yeah, he was watching them. Now them babies was on it, cause little mama was like, such and such and such, like she knew the scripture, the whatever he was about to say. I said, okay, your mama take you. Your daddy don't go with her, but your mama take you. Mm-hmm. And I was like, uh, I was like, that no, don't do that, sir. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we also, this is the first time Walter actually calls out Evan and like, you all right? Mm-hmm. Like, you you good? Cause he got the dropsies, as my grandfather would say. <laughs> <laughs> That's that. Nah, enough. Mm-hmm. You ain't quite did the like 
hard nod, but you're doing the little yeah. bobblehead thing. For <laughs> anybody who has ever seen someone misuse their uh, pain medicine, it's, it's a weird it's a weird thing to mm-hmm. watch them going in and out of sleep, trying to stay up. Like effects of drugs are real. Mm-hmm. It's uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. It is. So then we get a cut down to a uh, rooftop Santa and Lonnie. He, you know, but I will appreciate it. Even though he will only worked at Best Buy for a week, he was going to try to fix this rooftop Santa. He was going to keep his word. He told them kids, I'm going to get up here and do it. I did appreciate that. And, and it, sh- it worked for a split second. And Cheryl had no faith in him. Because <laughs> she know her husband. Because I don't think he was doing that to help them kids. I think he was doing it because his ego wanted to be stroked. And so if there was a chance oh, of course, that I could fix this, let me go and take that. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I completely agree. Because the kids even knew it was about to be a disaster. <laughs> oh, yes. they got that. They yes, they had them ready. phones ready. Yes, I was like, that should have also let me know that this film was later than what it was because they had them phones out. Mm-hmm. You know, that's mm-hmm. a fairly new phenomenon. Mm-hmm. But for a hot second, it did work. Mm-hmm. But then rooftop Santa said, "Yeah, I'm out this." And uh, <laughs> his head started spinning like the exorcist. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> baby, just blew scared Poe D. She ran off I know, screaming. screaming. Bless a little heart. I know. And it came rolling. He was all smoking and stuff. I know. And then he started sparking. The, the body started like, it was going. Yeah. And then blew my man off the roof. And and Cheryl knew. She said, oh, well, I'm going to go get the uh, ice packs. <laughs> the funny part was the kids walking up to is he dead mm. and he just kept saying please don't tell Cheryl I know. like sir you gonna need them hot icy hots or something okay for that fall some Epsom salt something that was what two stories at least mm-hmm. yes oh yeah two you and a half if you count straight on your back <laughs> you know you could sit down in the wrong spot for too long your back be hurting mm-hmm. let alone fall off of a roof yeah mm-hmm. i would be out of there yeah at least two weeks i can't go to work i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> uh this part did make me a little sad when he's making a pie mm-hmm. uh and he's asking about the recipes and like where's her tin so in the earlier scenes they show the uh, grace that's her name mm-hmm. right grace uh she has a tin full of recipes where she keeps like the things that she I guess cooks primarily or, you know, the, the love recipes and he can't find it and he wants to have her sweet potato pie and he is determined to make it. And mm-hmm. he's like looking online at sweet potato pie recipes and none of them is just, they not, they not hidden. Um, and I was like, yeah, these, well, well one, I'm sir, you got to get the eggshells out because yeah. you straight put the eggshells in there mm-hmm. and you were crunching on one of them. Now, what I will say, this scene and then the other one where he still hasn't gotten a pie together, it reminded me straight of Color Purple and him trying to cook sugar that breakfast. That's exactly what it reminded me of. And I was like, oh, Danny Glover, don't do this. My mom hates Danny Glover as an actor. Uh, I'm sure she doesn't care about him as a human being, you know, one way or the other. But she's like, I don't like Danny Glover all from Color Purple. I can understand. Mm-hmm. Like just that, she's like that. Just tainted my whole view of him from, from then forward. I mean, mm-hmm. And I was like, I could totally see that in that scene. Because uh, what I wrote down, I was like, this is what I hate about movies. Sometimes um, is they play up these husband wife tropes. 
mm-hmm. and they make it like he cannot function mm-hmm. without his wife and which there are a lot of couples <laughs> where that is true i mean the husband typically follows soon thereafter um and i was like man they're just, i mean it makes them look incompetent like I haven't done anything like it really starts to make you wanting to dive deeper into like, well, how involved really were you mm-hmm. in your life? If you, you mm-hmm. can't even cook. Well, well, I think he said, I've seen you make this, bake this cake a million times. Uh, but I, I even uh, Cheryl said it and they couldn't repeat it. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I understand what you're saying, but I wonder if it's the f- point that he wasn't in the kitchen a lot to yeah. cook I, I think they had the traditional roles you know yeah. he did all the upkeep of the home mm-hmm. and the cars you know, and stuff car because he is a mechanic mm-hmm. a successful mechanic and then I think she did more of the home keeping and, mm-hmm. and cooking well yeah that's what I'm saying because like you can't even crack an egg <laughs> that's what I'm saying. like they really make it like yeah. you really just can't function mm-hmm. at all like you have no other usable skills Mm -hmm. um you know i i just i hate that they play that up a lot but i i get why but um because it's a movie you have a short amount of time but i just hate that they use that a lot um, when it when one of the specifically when the wife passes away Mm -hmm. and the husband is left you know he's often like he don't shower no more and you know Mm -hmm. everything is just kind of due to dramatics yeah Mm -hmm. it's like (laughs) really but you know, he's still working on the pie, mm-hmm. which I can appreciate. You know, he wants this pie because it means something significant. Mm-hmm. So now we're on three days until Christmas. All right. Because I was I wrote morning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and then my next note, I said, man, this family be going hard in like, the paint on each other. I was like, siblings can be so mean. <laughs> I was like, man, they just be saying some of the most ruthless stuff to one another. She didn't call Evan an accidental child. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, even though it was true, I know, but still, you don't have to tell him, right? He know, mm-hmm. and who wants to be reminded of that? Who right. wants to be reminded that my parents had thought they was in their golden years? They was about to, you know, ride off into the sunset as empty nesters, and oops, we got another eighteen got years, oops, baby, eighteen years. <laughs> uh, and I was like sometimes you just gotta keep your mouth shut some stuff even though you think it it don't need to always be said because mm-hmm. yeah. uh, it, it i imagine it was hurtful even though they he they kept it light mm-hmm. but had this been a real family mm-hmm. that could be yeah and imagine how many times he's heard that because mm-hmm. if you said that then you that's not the first time you've said that mm-hmm. you know that's something that's been brought up several times well but he got know, that butt back though he did well technically he started it because he made a, yeah. a comment first then she went in for the jugular she then did. he went in for the jugular yes and tit for tat yeah <laughs> yeah that's how it is though mm-hmm. and of course in true movie fashion she's locked outside in her mm-hmm. night clothes <laughs> i was like what time of the day is this no that you still got your robe on and yeah me I, and my brother would have been fighting all of them we would have been fighting you done locked me out got my goodies on display okay and she wearing like a a, a short one yeah mm-hmm. like you ain't wearing room. like the i'm visiting my family night clothes she she <laughs> wearing that. one like she at the house with d wade <laughs> that's what, okay i was like you wearing the at the house pajamas mm-hmm. like the the dress type right mm-hmm. uh 
you're not wearing the I'm visiting my family pajamas. <laughs> I was like, the silky robe that match and everything? Mm-hmm. Okay, ma'am. Um, so then she tried to crawl through the window. And of course, who sees her? Mm. Malachi. Of course. Y'all, Malachi. this seems... <laughs> He was giving it to her imaginary so style. Right. Imaginary pumps. Y'all, this was so mm. funny. She was like, get away from my butt. <laughs> she was so upset. Yes. And he was like, I took Mandarin because she has this tattoo. And he's like, your tattoo says like sesame chicken or something like that. And he's just like, no, it doesn't. It means unbreakable. Something, some, some. And he was like, no, I took Mandarin. It don't say what you think it say. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you get your stuff done from reputable people. Yes. <laughs> yes. People who actually speak the language you're trying to get on your body. Mm-hmm. That's what I did. I have a Japanese tattoo. Luckily, the <laughs> I worked for the people. Um that wrote it for me so Mm -hmm. i was like can you write you know this she was like oh yeah so thank god mine says what it says and i've actually had it translated several times so um Mm -hmm. i was like (laughs) oh i was like thank goodness (laughs) mine take a picture and put it on google now and make sure it actually translates properly oh no i've had it translated uh through the military Mm. yeah when i was gonna join when i was in um when i graduated from college um because it was a pre-existing tattoo they had mm-hmm. to have it translated to make sure that it didn't say something you know crazy whacked out um so it's been translated several times so thank god mine says what it says but make sure you know get your stuff done get your translations done so you don't be out here um, walking around saying you know take out delivery <laughs> <laughs> but she finally scoots her uh behind through the window backwards and busts her head wide open <laughs> Mm. I said, you know, look at her. She was like getting that D. Mm-hmm. She know she liked it, but because eventually, you know, she wouldn't have been acting that way if she didn't like him. Right. That is true for for her specifically. Now, in general, I would not say that for her specifically mm-hmm. because this character, because um, she was already like, ner- it's more like nervous anger for her, mm-hmm. not like. Mm-hmm. I hate you anger. It's more like, you hurt me. I don't know what to do with this. Uh (laughs) Because she plays that kind of character real well. Mm -hmm. Like in my head, she's always whatever. She's neurotic. And the girl from um, Bring It On. Mm -hmm. Like she, uh, I don't know. I literally have no idea what her character name was in that movie. I don't remember either. Uh, I mean, but she was still, I mean. She's kind of like Kimberly Lee. She either plays that or like the, the home, the cool girl, like the homie girl mm. um but she was like a mix of that in, in this movie mm-hmm. she was very awkward mm-hmm. <laughs> but she said she was a nerd later on uh so this is also i thought this next kind of set of scenes when they're kind of in the house um i thought was a testament to talking to your elders about important things because they're talking about this 10 again um and not knowing where the 10 is. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, this is, it's really important to ask and talk to the people in your family about things so that you, you know, what's going on. So, you know, where the important things are, you know, what the important stories are. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that kind of stuff can get passed down. And, you know, it was clear that they, it seemed, well, let me not say clear. It seems like they did not have some of those types of conversations. Mm-hmm. Um, because none of them knew where it was right mm-hmm. even though it was in a very obvious place super obvious yeah 
in the spice cabinet where the ingredients <laughs> are. <laughs> and I mean, we can't get on to nobody but Walter because really Walter is the only person that looked. Nobody else looked True. for it. But mm. still. True that. True that. It was very strategically placed. Mm-hmm. Yes. But then I thought it was good that Monique brought the laughter and the calmness Mm -hmm. to the situation. Mm -hmm. Um, And then how they just kind of came. I was like, you know, music bring really do bring people together. Mm -hmm. It does. Yeah. And they each got to, you know, pick their own song Mm -hmm. from their genre, Mm -hmm. their age group. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I did like that, Mm -hmm. that it wasn't just throwback music mm-hmm. but they had a couple of little songs in there yeah because them girls was getting it mm-hmm. so y'all better have a routine i, I, I was on cousins. On yeah i was like oh man this is 2016 because mm-hmm. people was dabbing hard back then <laughs> um okay uh but i also thought you know people when i was thinking about them having these conversations it's remembering that the elders will not always be the elders mm-hmm. you know in the family yeah. and that at some point that that transitions over to i guess technically would be now our ages you know mm-hmm. we are now the ages where our aunts and uncles became who they are mm-hmm. um you know and just remembering that there is always that transitional piece that comes yeah, the other thing about this scene, I was like, why do old people always dance the same? Because the way <laughs> Danny, I mean, Walter was dancing reminded me of the way my grandfather used to. Now, my grandfather could not dance. He couldn't. <laughs> Lord bless his soul. But I was like, he just going to pump <laughs> with his hands up. I said, okay. Or they do that like shuffle, little shuffle, <laughs> little rock back and forth. And I was thinking that on this scene that, you know, I like the, the, the back and forth like they were able to have their moments of laughter but and they also embraced their moments of sadness as well and missing their mom and wife or sister mm-hmm. um so I, I like that they showed all of those different emotions and showed them distinctively yeah mm-hmm. uh so then we get to putting up the tree yep and I felt a couple of ways about this one I like that they talked about the tree and you know kind of what it meant but then it was like immediately after everybody was like okay so yeah I'm, i got this to do and i got this to do and i was like but wait y'all i was like oh y'all, y'all just left talked y'all to, daddy just mm-hmm. talked about how important it was putting up the tree and mm-hmm. and then didn't even tell him he in the garage getting the, the decoration right mm-hmm. and i was like and y'all just dipped out i was like oh man but you know the family is grieving so mm-hmm. i was like you know it could have been too much to I would, yeah that's what i was thinking i was thinking like you know that putting up the tree was too close like yeah no if i do put one ornament on there i'm gonna lose it mm-hmm. so yeah that's what i now as, aside from evan because he seemed to have made plans to hang out with eric mm-hmm. so i'm like sir why did you make plans but okay yeah so then everybody starts to go on their separate ways and then we did we cut to the supermarket wait a minute hold on i'm like uh-huh. lonnie why can't you just go get the broom Cause he was talking about how uh, was that the one? I can't. Mm-hmm. He said something. That's that scene. He was talking about Monique's wig, how it was oh, shaping she, her she, face. About, you look like a juicy peach <laughs> with a big wig on. Yeah. I was <laughs> like, just go get the broom, man. I was like, doing too I may gonna knock your head off. Yes, but okay. but this is also where we are introduced to Eric, played um, by what's his name, DC Young DC Fly. Young Fly, and we can already tell he's going to be a fool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you see Evan sitting on the porch, you know, waiting on him, but he's still struggling. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and still looking at this pill bottle. Yeah. That's when we find out it was, it may have been like hydrocodone or something. Yeah. And in that moment, he's plotting his plan. Mm-hmm. And, you know, because he's run out or running out. So he has to figure out some way to be able to secure uh, more of his stash. Mm-hmm. So commence plan. So then they ride off to the diner. But, you know, we'll get to that in a second. Lonnie is at the grocery store. And for some ridiculous, weird reason, Jasmine, the worker, recognizes him because of her daddy. She is second generation groupie. And I'm trying to figure out, first of all, this is just disgusting. This man is old enough to be your darn father. This is gross. Some people like old I man. don't care. It's nasty. <laughs> I mean, what they used to say, you get worms. <laughs> oh, that Damn. is just nasty. I was like... He was an overseas player. I mean, even if your daddy was into basketball, you recognize this man who was local too. Because no. what they were talking about was a local game. Oh. Oh, okay. But I was like, uh, it just didn't seem believable. <laughs> but that she would recognize him to the level that she did. Well, her whole family play. Her, si- her older sister is coaching. Still. I can believe, I guess because I come from a family that got folks like Lonnie in it so it yeah yeah we uh <laughs> skipped the scene at the park with Santa and Christian doing the interview but I don't know if it was anything important to talk about uh I mean other than he was running and you know dad's you know kind of saw him on tv hmm. I couldn't remember because the only thing I, I mean wrote it was, down was funny yeah because Monique talking about you know he he need to get a bigger suit because he's gonna mess around and get a yeast infection <laughs> sure you remember you used to get them yeast infections all yeah. the time not good not yeah. good i said <laughs> lord aunt may get it together yeah they, they be going hard yeah 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 but i didn't think that there was anything s- significant because we learned more later with the newspaper part <laughs> gotcha um but lonnie and old girl is flirting hard capital h-a-r-d hard uh yeah I, I was like he slick gave her i mean for her he slick gave her his number like can you send me the picture i know you're trying to give me your no i can't send you the picture but she was ready for, I she know. was ready she for it. it she was like <laughs> yeah give me my number and mm, yeah it's <laughs> gross yes so then we cut to rachel and her having a little jog Oh, before that though, mm. um, Eric and Evan mm. are at the diner. Oh, that was before that. Uh huh. Oh. With their waitress, okay, Monica, with the red hair. Um, and that's when he starts scamming, scamming. You know, doing the absolute most is really what's going on in this scene with Eric and then Evan trying to get these pills and acting like it ain't what it is. Mm-hmm. But I was like, Eric, you can't tell. The, the fact that he's asking you I mean, about this, you, you can't tell. That's that. his homeboy. But I, I was just going to say, you know, a lot of times when people aren't paying attention, that's how that's how family members get bamboozled and be like, mm-hmm. well, I didn't realize they had a problem. No, you did. You just didn't pay attention to it. Because mm-hmm. I was like, he's asking you for mm-hmm. something he could get a prescription for. Right. Like he could easily call his doctor and be like, can you call me in a refill? If this was legitimate. Right. Yeah. But I think you also got to remember these are two different lifestyles at this point one person who probably stayed is probably in a little bit of 
illegal activity mm-hmm. and then you got another one who's really supposed to be on the straight and narrow and not knowing certain things so you thinking your homeboy is not doing things that you might be doing well mm-hmm. I, I can see what you're saying but i yeah. would say that that would still be a red flag too because if i know you're supposed to be on the straight and narrow then why are you asking me for stuff off the street mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. i do I, I see what you're saying too though yeah yeah i was just like oh evan scam <laughs> um but you know eric has his friend said so yeah i'll hook you up uh so then rachel's running and <laughs> here come malachi you know he trying to have a little conversation with her. He's like i'm just trying to get in like her. i'm just trying to get next to you girl but i'm like evan you t- she just told i mean not evan malachi she just told you that she liked to run in peace so then just run with it and not talk yeah that part i didn't understand like you kept saying stuff mm-hmm. so then of course she gonna blow up and she <laughs> this is what i mean when i said distracted right i don't want you talking to me while i'm trying to run mm-hmm. um but then he said she had a cicada in her hair but i was like cicadas in the winter <laughs> where are they at though alabama oh yeah they are in yeah they are in alabama hmm well, they should be kind of gone by then because that's a summer bug. Mm-hmm. I was like, a cicada <laughs> in December? I mean, I was Alabama like, but, may have other I was stuff like, okay. On. I said, yeah, I was like, okay. Uh, I was like, you, it, it do get cold in the South. <laughs> like, I don't know why people it think it just stay. Now, we're having an unseasonably warm December here because yeah. I'm fanning y'all right now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but now, January, February, that's Texas time of year. That's when it, it get cold here. Snowmageddon, yeah, yeah. January, February, December's a, a funky month. But I was like, but it get cold in Alabama, and they close to the water, so I was yeah, like, they higher up than we are. Mm-hmm. So I was like, well, whatever. Uh, so then she gets the fan and the bug around, and you know, he was like, basically, B, that's what you get for trying to be rude. And her daughter's looking like, there you, you go just- again. <laughs> a mess. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I was like, man, you cannot. But the other thing I was thinking about, like, you cannot put your hurt onto other people. Like, even if your hurt is in reference to your ex-husband and or Malachi, it is not fair for you to, you know, just throw that hurt back at them if you haven't talked to them about it. Mm-hmm. So you whatever this grudge you're holding against Malachi, you're you're you've had it for 20 years. Uh, and you have not said anything to him about it. So he just like, why are you being so rude? He like, I don't oblivious un- to why you're angry with him. Yeah. Because on his end, nothing happened. You are technically the one that hurt him. Mm-hmm. That's true. Absolutely. Mm. Perspective. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We may be looking at the same thing, but we'll see two totally different situations. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, so then we have uh, Christian and Walter. They have a little scene. Oh, wait. Uh uh-uh. Rachel saw her account was overdrafted. Oh, oh I missed that too. Oh. I was I was meaning the mother daughter talk because that's that oh, night. Is that that same? Is that the same time? Yeah, yeah. it oh, was. Okay. She saw her oh, her account was overdrafted, and her daughter came out after she looked at it, and she put her phone up. Mm-hmm. Oh yes, 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 yeah. That, okay, I didn't realize that that was right in the same little section right here. Because yeah. I appreciated oh old, old girl. She ain't old girl. Mm-hmm little mama that's really who she is um because i was like somebody gonna have to hold your mama accountable and it looks like it's got to be you because mm. she don't share anything with anybody else because she's so hyper independent but the way 
her daughter broke this down talking about men are not smart mom i wrote that in i was like this baby no yes and she was like there's sometimes where i don't want to carry my backpack it's not because i can't but it's because oh i don't want to i didn't so write I, that part in here i act like my shoulder hurts mm-hmm. and then he carries my backpack i'm like how this baby no game already and that's what i wrote in my my note i because i did write that down i, I did I don't know why I skipped that, but um, I was like, how, I, this is what I actually wrote. I said, how the hell is she schooling her mom like this on men? Mm-hmm. Where in the world would she have learned to know something like this? If her mama didn't teach her. Right. Because she's smart. She's book smart and she's common sense smart. And that's yeah, something that, that, that's beyond just common sense smart though. That's Because that's an experiential thing. Like a this girl don't look to be no more than. 12 mm-hmm. how would a 12 year old know that if i i need to make my partner believe that he does more than that's just not see to, normal f- i think for to a, me, a child to be thinking that way i can see it because i got a lot of these people in my family i got mm-hmm. a lot of people in my family that is like this girl smart well beyond their years in all areas now some of them ain't got no book sense mm-hmm. but common sense like how the world works especially relationship you got to think this is a whole area of people of kids in her age bracket knowing too much Hmm. i mean i hear what you're saying i just i just don't see it it just seems too wise beyond your years Mm -hmm. like i get common sense i get knowing about certain things but the way she explained it 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 just felt too adult to me personally but this I did not like. I really did not like this scene. I thought it was too forward for a child to be speaking to their parent that way. Not for them to be having a discussion about men and relationships, mm-hmm. but the way she spoke to her was almost as if she was the mama and she was teaching her daughter. It, it, I well, just didn't like the it. The one thing that I, the part that I did like was that she asked her mom's permission. She said, no, mom, yes. can I say something that, may be inappropriate i can't remember the exact words get in trouble and Mm -hmm. i get in trouble um so i did like that she asked permission to say something that was going to be out of line for a kid to to say yeah and i think you also something that's being missed is that you have to remember which uh sister this child is being parented by she's being parented by the one who is more infantile out of the sisters the one who got everything so she probably has a child who is more adult because of the nature of how she was raised so you don't have the stereotypical situation like probably um how cheryl if cheryl had kids her kids are probably going to be very rigid they don't get no say in nothing whereas uh rachel's kids they exploring everything you know it's very Mm -hmm. different um parenting styles oh yeah no and i i, I get that I, I still just i don't like to see children talk like that to their parents it's, no, I, it's, you know, I agree with that I just, it just seems yeah we're not saying that yeah, part it's just healthy yeah but i i mean i completely understand why she's talking to her mom like that i just hate uh, I, I hate when children are portrayed mm-hmm. this way in film mm-hmm. um yeah because in real life generally people don't like smart children no and what they well when i say smart for our listeners that don't i don't mean educated smart most people say when you got a smart mouth they mean you being slick Mm -hmm. or you you 
you talking in a way that you should not be mm-hmm. speaking. You want Most, adult conversations when you don't right, need to be. Yeah. Right. So mm-hmm. a lot of people don't like quote unquote smart kids and it comes across that way. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just hate when they depict children like that mm-hmm. in, and in I, movies. I agree, I agree with you. I think that's why I was saying the only saving grace is that she did ask permission to mm-hmm. yes. speak like that and then she immediately after that whole conversation she went back to being her normal just sarcastic version of herself yeah but one thing that she said in there the quote i do like is life is easier when you have someone to carry the load with you Mm -hmm. because she i don't know what is true i don't know what rachel is thinking especially when you have an example of that with your mom and dad like you know what i mean i'm like rachel you're struggling babe and the the one uh, the other thing that I liked that the child did her daughter did was she uplifted her. She's she was like you're an attractive woman that has a lot going for yourself, and she built her up and like mm-hmm. help trying to help her to understand that not that it was a child's place, but mm-hmm. if it was something that was gonna be said, at least she lifted her up. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I think sometimes it's like that when you are in a home. A parentified home well not necessarily parentified but when you have your mama doing it alone there's a lot of times where I could think back in my relationship with my mom where I've had to be her encourager because there was no one else there mm. you know what I mean I think people who you know typically have both parents they don't see some of the struggles that you know the parent has to go through and not have any emotional or mental support so it's, it's a struggle for them and she did not see herself at all mm. Rachel was struggling. Oh yeah, <laughs> she was financially, emotionally, and mentally. Yes, mm-hmm. she was stuck. Mm-hmm. Which is interesting, considering the way they they're painting the parents' relationship, that the two daughters don't have healthy marriages because they're mm-hmm. painting the parents' marriage that it was storybook like everything about this their marriage was perfect. I can't think of one scene where they said anything disparaging about their marriage just the, at the end the, the sisters when they talked about oh, well being no, reared well i'm and that's not what i'm talking about the parents marriage yeah. like they didn't say not one negative thing about yeah, this parents marriage yet you you have two children who don't have relationships because they don't really do much for christian's well, marriage he, he ain't got no problem right his his relationship is like his parents Right. So then the daughters don't. Mm-hmm. I, I just I'm like, mm-hmm. so like what happened? Mm-hmm. What didn't get what didn't get taught? We need a prequel. We do. Mm-hmm. We need a little bit of extra backstory. <laughs> <laughs> yep. It's so much going on in the world right now, and we could all use some extra support. At Balance Beacon, we offer counseling services for individuals, couples, families, and groups. If you're in Texas, give us a call at 214-396-6503 or visit our website at www.balancebeacon.com for more information. Um, so now we're on day two. Yes. Two days before Christmas. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is where they get ready to go play football. Yes. Well, Christian is working on his speech mm-hmm. and dad oh. is proud of him. Oh yeah. Yeah. Sit down and talk to him. 
Yeah. And I, this scene went completely different than what I was expecting for it to <laughs> <Yes>. go. <laughs> I thought that Christian was just going to be sitting there doing work and not paying attention to Walter. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then he finally, he was like, it, okay, I understand. Yeah. I, I did too. I was like, uh, my notes start off one way uh-huh. and then they finish a different way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, your dad's trying to connect with you. Yes. Why, are, why is everybody so busy doing their own stuff? And I was like, oh, wait a minute. He did understand what his dad was asking for though. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, and oh. it, it seemed like him and his dad have a, a pretty good relationship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That he can um, relate with him mm-hmm. and hold him accountable mm-hmm. in a gentle way. Mm-hmm. Almost. It seemed yeah. Like. yeah. Yeah. It it was surprising. Mm-hmm. I like it. Then now, they. Now it's the football. Now it's football. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> Evan come in calling his brother old man. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And He's like, you talking about like, daddy? <laughs> no not me not i said the cat <laughs> so everything's going great yeah initially yeah you know the family's playing we we rolling in the grass and you know they talking from the sidelines mm-hmm. it's going great people flirting with people they ain't supposed to be flirting with <laughs> i like that he was flirting with her though mm-hmm. it reminded me of romeo and uh tasha smith i can't think of their character name of the movie i think it was oh was it jumping a broom? Oh, that, that movie. Oh, that reminded me of that. When you said Romeo, oh. my head went to Little Romeo. No, uh, it went to immature. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> little Romeo. When he was Little Romeo, you know. Uh huh. Uh, but you mean I the mean actual Miller, Miller Romeo, Romeo Miller. Yes, mm-hmm. not yes. eye patch. <laughs> immature IMX. We're not talking about that one. Yes. Um. Ex- yes, that's mm-hmm. a good description because he was flirting hard, hard. with her <laughs> and jumping the broom. <laughs> yes. Um, and she was with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yes, I thought it was cute though. He was <laughs> like, hey girl. <laughs> she like, boy, if you don't stop. I think what made it cute was her responses to him. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Was she like, was not having it. Yes. She's talking about I got toys older than him. <laughs> <laughs> it's like girl you better get on that young thing get on that young buck because he's an adult yes he nah, is she might hurt him <laughs> and he'll she, learn a thing or two a thing or two about a thing at or the, two as they say let me learn you something <laughs> he needed it like oh you want to come over here you want seasoned chicken okay <laughs> gotcha marinated uh-huh <laughs> i was really hoping i was like oh they should have let let him uh let them get together and have a little fun <laughs> but that would have made the movie too long and took a, took away from the you know the premise of the film but mm-hmm. it would have just satisfied my own personal <laughs> uh my own personal little desires there um but lonnie whoop trips evan and Evan roll falls as you do in football mm-hmm. and rolls around. Um, but they have like the whole family like this has explosive. a visceral reaction. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, which I was like, they really don't like Lonnie. Right. And that's I get why they were upset. I would have knocked his head off. I'm just being honest. And I'm not saying because I'm a big sister, but I'm saying from the standpoint of you know that this boy is just now recovering from an injury and then you gonna do something like that when we not even playing that that level of football but they were tackling each other so that's my thing i was like y'all having like a visceral reaction Mm -hmm. to him now he shouldn't have tripped him so that that i think is given Mm -hmm. but he's out there playing tackle football in no gear after just being told 
two days before mm-hmm. that he could come back yeah, like, should have been have some flag pe- right have some personal accountability <laughs> yeah, as well on his equipment like eric uh, uh, some, <laughs> yes yes <laughs> I mean, that, that was my thing like also take some personal accountability as well like mm-hmm. you're you're out here playing physical contact mm-hmm. football mm-hmm. with people that are not trained in playing football right yeah. I mean I see it both ways though but he I, was still wrong I feel like the tackling that everybody else was doing was not malicious and I feel like with Lonnie Lonnie is always trying to you know undercut people be the best at stuff even though he ain't the best at nothing Mm -hmm. you know and i think i used to be this so i got to bring you down yeah i would have been upset so i think the family being upset wasn't the issue but it was like the level of upset Mm -hmm. they became i mean it was like hatred mm-hmm. i mean it was on a dime mm. they went from having a blast to like they're mm-hmm. ready to literally i mean pitchforks mm-hmm. and you know but the torches other thing on this guy. too is cheryl had the opposite response she was taken up for her husband i was like whoa wait a minute what just happened mm-hmm. you're taking do you realize you're taking up for your husband because her sister took up for evan and she always got to be on the opposite side of her sister mm-hmm. mm. true uh because rachel i mean she went again it was like you went to one level too high too high it's okay to tell the reaction didn't uh match the situation right Mm -hmm. it's okay to say hey you know he's you know this is what he does for Mm -hmm. not really for a living but you know this is something that he Mm -hmm. does you know and she said this is this is his career right so so i think that part is okay but then you then talk about him not having a career and he ain't nothing he that was not all of that was not necessary but she got it back she rightfully so Mm -hmm. because you took it to a level that wasn't necessary it's okay to comment it's okay to be upset but you did not need to go in on Lonnie the way that you did and so I, I wrote in my notes this was um a area where Rachel um what Lonnie said to her probably validated the thoughts that she was having in her head anyway, which is why she's a professional student. Mm-hmm. Probably. Well, I know um, this, this probably why I ain't got no sisters. Well, no, yeah, no sisters. Um, me and my sister would have been fighting the way she talked to me. Mm-hmm. I, I'd have fought her. You as in, if, if you my, was, you as being Rachel, yeah, if I was Rachel, me and my sister would have been fighting mm. because I understand you got to go for your your dude. I ain't got no problem with that because if if I have overstepped the bound, I've overstepped the bound. But you checking me don't mean you have to berate every single thing that I've done. I'm not ever going to be nothing. I'm divorced. I'm a single parent. Like she just read every single thing down. And because of her weird respect for her sister, she just walked off. She didn't even say nothing. I hear you, but Rachel did the same thing to Lonnie. Yeah, that's what I just said. I know, but I'm saying like, so she got what she gave. So I understand you would have fought your sister, but they would have, they needed to, well, then y'all just need to fight because yeah. both both of y'all wrong. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. 
I would have, we would all been in there wrong, but I also think what is going on with their particular situation is not that they're given what they gave is that everybody continues to escalate the situation. Everyone goes a level up from where we were, then another level up yeah. and then another level up. And then y'all really over here fighting about Lonnie who really don't care about nobody in his family. Right. <laughs> it, it's like all of them go for the juggler. And mm-hmm. then try to go ahead, uh, step up. And then, like you were saying, Dr. Wall, go, go I, I need to, okay, so not, not only do I need to go for the juggler, I need to go for the eye, for the brain, for well, the. Well, now I need to chop your head off. Right. Mm-hmm. It ain't enough that you just spewing everywhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now I need to just, and yeah. And that's what I was, wrote in my notes. I was like, everything is so visceral and mm-hmm. intense. Like it literally goes from zero to a hundred and there's no in between mm-hmm. um, when it comes to the yeah. way they talk to one another. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, you know, side note, you got to remember everybody in his family is grieving and not everybody True. is grieving, truly healthy. feeling their mm-hmm. emotions and mm-hmm. processing them. So everybody is just not on edge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's that too. True. Absolutely. Yeah. Cause it definitely will complicate a situation yeah. that you know maybe two years ago wouldn't have escalated mm-hmm, to maybe mm-hmm. that level it might have been a, an argument but yeah it wouldn't have been as um physical of a mm-hmm. reaction and somebody now has to take the place of protecting evan which it seems like is rachel mm-hmm. oh well they would be the closest it's a to. good take mm-hmm. didn't think about that that was good uh okay so then we go back to the grocery store oh oh uh, what's between there eric gives evan his oh pills. that's right on the way when they're walking away and then brooks has a conversation with christian about the rezoning of the area where his mom's shelter is at and says hey i don't want to do this but he allows brooks to talk him into it which is going to ultimately close his mom's shelter mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but he just wants him to wait till after the holidays but mm-hmm. unbeknownst to him brooks is already <laughs> Got he's like um, i'm asking for permission uh forgiveness not permission mm-hmm. basically uh so then we go back to the grocery store Ugh. with this nastiness mm-hmm. and jasmine and lonnie they they just having a full-blown sexcapade now Ugh. first of all you in the grocery store showing your thong that is so unsanitary i know mm-hmm. ma'am you touching apples and oranges <laughs> mm. like pulled it all the way out her pants and it was like g-string type too mm-hmm. i was like mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. i was like mm-hmm. and actually i thought rachel saw him Mm-mm. but she didn't yeah no. she didn't i thought no. when because mm-hmm. she was sitting in the car and you know you could see the in the uh yeah. side mirror yeah so i thought she saw him mm. and it wasn't until uh rachel started showing the pictures that i was and she was like oh oh okay Ah, gotcha. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, you didn't see him. I had to delete my whole what I said. Yeah, she was just trying to get her pity food. Yeah, she was. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, ew, y'all gonna go in the back and own the produce. Ugh. I was like, ew, anybody that's ever worked in the um, grocery store, it's that's not, not clean no. back there. Mm-mm. No, that's why you you clean your fruit and vegetables and and your meats and things when they come back to your house. Mm-hmm. For all y'all that don't do that, do that, please. <laughs> yeah. So then we see uh, Rachel. She comes into the store, and you know she just buys. She just doing her the her regular thing. You know, I'm yeah. just at the store just buying stuff. I just happen to go to the line because movie plot um <laughs> that jasmine is in and she just over there on her phone just 
and that joint is going bling 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 i mean it, it was it was going off like first of all why you got your joint on sound not uh mm-hmm. vibrate or silent but i digress but it was going off yes and rachel like girl like what is going on like you didn't even realize you had a person in your line she's still running off them that orgasm mm. High. Mm. just nasty yeah you just reminded me again <laughs> she thought she was getting a sugar daddy she did she really did she i mean did. I'll, I'll have a sugar daddy that don't want no sugar a glucose guardian i like that <laughs> you know i love that one uh i will never forget the day that i heard that <laughs> so then you know they get to chatting back and forth and realizing that they somewhat are familiar with one another mm-hmm. And then, you know, Rachel's like, girl, like, what is really going on? Like, you smitten. She goes, of course, let me show you who I'm smitten with. I'm like, how are you just showing pe- random people your pictures? I know they almost knew each other. And you just met this man right. two days ago. It's gross. Because remember, people, this is five days. <laughs> right. So you just met this woman. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you have already um, engaged in the coitus with her yes and then rachel learns that it's lonnie and being vindictive in that moment she invites jasmine to family dinner Mm -hmm. with the family because jasmine says she's gonna be alone by herself but we also learned that lonnie is as deceptive as we thought he was because Mm -hmm. he says he's not going to be available for Christmas because he has to take care of his dear grandma, Cheryl, Mm -hmm. AKA his his wife (laughs) and vindictive on his part as well. Yes. And sneaky. (laughs) So then we cut away from that and we are um, back at the house and well before that walter mm. is on the bench looking at the sales paper the paperwork for the house oh, yeah mm-hmm. you can tell he's torn mm-hmm. do i sell it do i not sell it do i sell it yeah mm. which i imagine that's difficult you know yeah. the the memories and that that house probably i think it was their first home that they oh, no. they built together mm-hmm. and um the raise their children you know, memories it's hard yeah. to let go when you've been attached and invested so much time energy resources love mm-hmm. you know into a place to let it go yeah and then rachel and malachi he finally finds out why why she's <laughs> why she's so mad at him yes i was like girl uh-huh. You could have literally told him this 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. Because what you heard, what the thing, of th- see, that's the thing about movies. When people <sighs> eavesdrop on something or walk on up on something they that you ask. heard and you don't hear the whole thing. I'm nosy. I'm a list. How you going to defend me? Right. That's because that's what I really care about. I don't care about Billy Bob. Right. I don't care about mm-hmm. him saying whatever he's saying. I care about, okay, you my date. Are you going to defend me? Or are you going to act a fool? Right. And see, she didn't stay long enough Mm-mm. to know that he broke the boy nose. Yep. No, she got emotional and impulsive and ran off. Right. Yep. But then, even if you did that, you still didn't go back the next day when, or two days later or whatever when you calmed down mm-hmm. and then ask him what happened. Well, she never calmed down. She literally just said, I'm not going with she you. She stewed on he it. He had to get a, 20 20 years. a new date at the last minute. And now teeth yeah. Brenda or but <laughs> she was mad about that. Ma'am, you you called off the date. Yeah. 
accountability mm-hmm. yes the, 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 she has a, a difficult time with accountability mm-hmm. and the thing about it is what's so strange is the next day you saw that damien's nose was broke and you didn't that didn't make you, didn't you put two and two right no that's not her forte no because oh. he apparently he was really digging you as like the job for real for and real you the nerd right come on storybook <laughs> and they was neighbors you yeah. know so they had that a Love different the yeah they had a different connection but as most movies do mm-hmm. you know they they all riled up getting closer to each other than they kiss mm-hmm. <sighs> moving closer as they arguing right i was like they about to kiss because i was like they going hard on each other too mm-hmm. yes but then they run away from each other. <laughs> I was like, oh my goodness. Yeah, I said, like they teenagers. I said, boy, movie plot be killing me. Oh, <laughs> sometimes I'm like, this is not realistic. This is not how that would have gone. Mm-hmm. Well, but you know you ain't gonna get no realistic for Christmas. You no, already oh, know that. True. You're gonna get the pure Disney and uh-huh. But it's okay. I mean, I still appreciated it though, that he you know, she learned the truth. So now you can let that hurt go you can release it like even if nothing mm-hmm. ends up happening with them like now you know what really happened and you don't need to continue to respond to him with you know the prickly pear yeah you know <laughs> i mean because it was just like you know like a, a porcupine like soon and them things just stand mm-hmm. straight up and it's like girl shooting the quills yes lay them down <laughs> and play cat and mouse okay like he trying to show you like i'm trying to get this to you girl and you like oh no i'm mad at you <laughs> um yeah i didn't understand but i'm glad they the truth came out though yeah yeah and now we're at one day until christmas and we got the piano playing scene <laughs> yeah it's a concert yeah. you gotta <laughs> call it correctly it's sorry a concert it's a concert uh i loved her mm-hmm. <laughs> i really loved may Mm-hmm. she was so genuine and authentic you know we just talked about recently in terms about you know living your truth and being authentic to self mm-hmm. she really was mm-hmm. yeah you know and all of her weird food and her flamboyant dress and and everything mm-hmm. she really was just may and you love it or you leave it yeah, yeah. one slight thing that i did not like mm. about this scene is the lack of consent Cameron was able to have over himself because oh. this baby needed to go to the bathroom. Oh yeah, and his mama as well as Aunt May would not allow him to leave and go to the bathroom because he was a participant in Aunt May's concert. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's the only part I know it was from from a comedic standpoint, but in real life, you do need to teach your kids autonomy and that they have full mm-hmm. consent yeah. over what they do with their bodies. Yes, yeah, I can agree with that. Agreed. Um, in the midst of this scene, you know, because this is one of those scenes where it's a lot of things happening on, yeah. at one time. Um, we're we're starting. <laughs> Sorry, guys, something just happened in the background. <laughs> <laughs> Stuff in here flying. Uh, so we have Rachel and uh, Cheryl both trying to make dishes. Hold on. Mm. Uh, Walter sees the paper and saw that Christian was uh, had approved the rezoning. Mm. of the uh shelter yes but oh, it's the cooking first is the cooking first uh-huh. it's the cooking fiasco Mm-mm. the mac and cheese going in there then he sees it and then the fiasco actually happens oh okay okay i, I didn't know which one you was getting ready to explain. well that they she was turning up the oh, gotcha. that mm-hmm. she was getting ready to turn up the heat on the stove gotcha. who cooking dressing 
at 400 degrees? at 450 when dressing already cooked i was like we're not cooking stuffing we cooking dressing but who don't know that you don't put those two things on the, the same you could have put them on the same shelf yes because these both of these dishes are already cooked you're just heating them up <laughs> you're getting a nice crunchiness yeah. on top of the mac and cheese and you're thoroughly cooking the mixture yes. that is dressing you're i was just trying to dry it out some so it's not <sighs> you know i was so like, i was so upset i said you just messed up a whole that's at least two hundred dollars a big I, pan yes. two big pans <sighs> nice ones too i'm I'm surprised they didn't get messed up i was like you but, put it on the same they butter rack they butter I, know. I was like, like who put mac and cheese on the bottom why why did you you saw that the macaroni and cheese was in there why didn't you just let it warm up and then you okay or just sister, or just turn it put it in there. turn it and then y'all can be side by side yeah, and, and maybe turn it up one nodule not no 300 of them like well, I, my thing is just leave it alone it was at the heat temperature of where the macaroni needed to be just it'll just take a little longer for the dressing you'd be all right y'all not eating it today y'all eating why it was tomorrow? you even warming it up right i think they was trying to get it cooked and then they can reheat Ugh. next day but either way the point is you done burn up everything yes. and not burnt like black it's, burnt. yeah it's yeah. charcoal like smoke <laughs> like yes like that's the how it sounds. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. How you do the cheese like that? Like so much that the uh <laughs> that they need a fire they thought they needed a fire extinguisher. Lonnie thought <laughs> Cause you know he worked that week at Best Buy. So. Right. I was like, that is way too much. Who could you don't really cook nothing on four fifty. You Le- stuff that's for frozen. Fries. Yeah, you cook frozen, <laughs> frozen stuff. stuff. Yes. On in the four hundred. But you watch it. <laughs> right. You be like, ooh, it's bubbling. Let me go and take and that you out. Put a timer mm-hmm. on it. Alexa timer set a timer me. for <laughs> y'all been talking this whole time that y'all cooking skills is not up to y'all mamas this the this this, was, this is when y'all gonna try to be your mama no yeah it was well that was all on rachel because cheryl had none of she no she, she didn't her, even know she, what right, was going on right i was like why are you doing why are you sabotaging the mac and cheese <laughs> why oh you God. gotta do it like that uh, but yes and mm. again, this is another one. That's why I said this scene is one of them ones where you're, you're jumping around a lot. Yeah. It's a lot going on. Um, but uh, he does see the paper, the see the paper that the rezoning um, has been backed by his son mm-hmm. and he confronts him about yeah. the, you know, backing. I'm sorry, guys. Uh, backing that um, as you know, it's going to affect the shelter uh, because if they rezone it, they'll be able to, you know, classify it as commercial property and potentially turn it into, you know, a uh, a strip mall or lofts. Nothing that the city needs. Something else. And then he told him why it was so important for his mom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he didn't. I don't think he knew the whole story because he seemed a little shocked mm-hmm. by what his dad was saying. Yeah, you know that his mom and his aunt had actually semi been raised in the shelter mm-hmm. you know they needed extra help yeah and so that shelter helped them and his mom always gave back mm-hmm. yeah and i'm there's so many like small tiny little scenes in here that make you want again to make me wonder how were they with their children because stuff like that it makes it almost like they were oblivious to their kids but very wrapped up in each other mm-hmm 
Um, cause that's a significant, you know, thing to, and I don't know if who, this is pure speculation, if the mom felt shame or, you know, she didn't want to relive, you know, those memories or whatnot, Mm -hmm. but that's a significant part of her life Mm -hmm. and being as boisterous as Aunt May is, I can't imagine that she wouldn't have said something either. So for them to be this old, just now learning that information, I was like, did they just not talk to their kids? Or maybe the boys, because you know sometimes true difference in gender get that different information. Yeah, you're right. Um, yeah, mm. I thought this this whole scene was very interesting. Uh, let's see what else happened in here. Walter confronting them kids, all um, of them. Yeah, <laughs> but <laughs> what else did I write here? Oh, they learn more about the sweet potato pie at this one too because the daughter they send the one of the grandchildren out to so before Cheryl and Rachel was cleaning up the kitchen from the uh, disaster mm-hmm. and she they find the then tin, they find the tin. Mm-hmm. because they said I got to remake my stuff no I'm a re and they y'all grabbing y'all both gonna have to remake it because ain't nobody eating this hard brick mm, right <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> true yes yeah, so then they find the tin and then I guess the one that had the drawing on it must have been one Cheryl drew on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because she uh, had a hard time. Mm-hmm. Um, so, she, you know, she goes out to have her moment. And that's when Rachel feels guilt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It sets in in that moment. Because that made her sister be human. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Instead of the pedestal that she actually sees her on. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, I done earthed up. And mm-hmm. she tries to call Jasmine and leave a voicemail. <laughs> and I'm like, Jasmine is Gen Z. You know they don't check messages. Why didn't you text? Well, okay. I would assume. <laughs> Do yeah, both. No, accurate. Text her and call. Mm-hmm. And find her on the, the Snapchats or the Google, I mean, on the Facebooks or the Instagrams and DM her something. Because you know you done messed up right. bad. Or so at that you, point, she could have went to Lonnie. Oh, true. That too. Yep. And but like, hey, bro, you might want to go to the grocery store because you about about to get get caught caught up. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't mess you up, bro. I'm Mm -hmm. sorry. Um, but you know, of course, we have to have movie plots, so it's not gonna go that way. Mm -hmm. Um, so then they send one of the little grandbabies, D, D, out to apologize on behalf of the family Mm -hmm. uh, because (laughs) she's so cute. She's his, you know, baby, Mm -hmm. and she, of course, I was like watch they're gonna say love is the special ingredient for this pie um and i hate when people say that if you don't do it with love no if i follow the recipe it's gonna taste the same every time oh no you got to set your intentions Uh, set your intentions it'll it'll taste good but is it gonna be finger licking no it's just gonna be normal (laughs) (laughs) okay but you know actually normal Actually, you know what? Let me take that back. <laughs> let me, can we, brrr, let me rewind. You're right. Because I messed up one time and my brother is never, ever going to let me forget oh. that I messed up. So like I have certain dishes that are like mine. Nobody else mm-hmm. is cook, Nobody else cooks them. They don't even ask. And my brother can tell if somebody else fixes it and I don't. Mm-hmm. And one year I was like, oh, I'm going <laughs> to. <laughs> I said I was gonna add something to it, and I messed it up. Yeah, 
and he will never let me forget it. So every time I make this dish going forward, <laughs> I am very conscious. You gotta have your head in the game. Right. I'm very conscious of how much I put in there, what I put in there, mm-hmm. how often I stir it, how yes. long it's on the stove, it's how important. long it's in the oven. It is important because yes. you say that and let me come in here with a pot of gumbo that don't taste right. Y'all, like, would, y'all would hurt me. Like, what you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? Uh, so, yes, I retract my previous <laughs> statement. I was clearly having a moment. <laughs> and my mom will know the two dishes that I'm speaking about. Uh, one of them is cornbread and the second one is spinach casserole. If Which I'd, feel free to make that soon because it's time. It is. Oh, yeah. I've been. Yeah. yeah. Next week. <laughs> yes, because I got to get my gumbo together. So I get it. I get it now. Yeah. Now that I say that. But, but that it was motivates him. It was love. Love was a special ingredient the whole time. And to remember. Because <laughs> his memory was not helping him. Mm-hmm. Also within this scene. Evan finds the papers for uh, the sale of the home or the potential that they're putting it on the market. Let me mm-hmm. say, cause they actually yeah. haven't sold uh-uh. um, that he's cons- um, drafting things to put the estate up for sale. In this scene, I was like, see, this is how, you know, this is a whole new generation. Cause did nobody go in their mom and dad. Well, I, let me take that back. I, and my brothers did not go in my mom and daddy room, especially mm-hmm. if they didn't say, come in. Mm-hmm. so we knock and we wait for that come in we didn't just knock and open the door because now that i'm thinking about it i'm glad because <laughs> my eyes were not tortured oh <laughs> yeah but That's dad good. probably had his door wide open i thought yeah. he opened the door i can't remember i just know he had the gift he wanted to yeah i know he had oh he did bed. he opened it because he was like yeah merry christmas or whatever he said <laughs> um he's so weird but that would have been me because we well i was pretty much an only child my brother is a lot younger than i am so i but i had free reign mm-hmm. you know my parents would probably not like that i would say that but you know i didn't have a lot of rules <laughs> <laughs> but i also was not a, a child that challenged no. them either mm-hmm. so it made it easy for me not to have a lot of rules mm-hmm. uh, so i would have just walked in mm-hmm. and mm-hmm potentially been subject to oh, that's so disgusting <laughs> to things that i Do didn't want to see <laughs> I, I, I mean luckily that never happened yes. thank god uh yeah. knock on wood oh, but uh, i haven't seen anybody's sexy time in my family but i have seen lots of body parts now that i have seen yes i, I have seen body have parts but i've not that. ever caught anybody in the throes of anything thank goodness and i was just like oh i'm sorry papa and just walked out my eyes have not even been burned like that Mm-mm. nope don't want to see it that's gross to me <laughs> you say uh, they they're basically barbie and ken to you huh yeah well I, now i've seen my mom because you know it's my mom mm-hmm. and we've gotten dr- gotten dressed in the same room so i've seen my mom i don't want to see ever <laughs> ever <laughs> see my dad ever that is so cr- I, I could just vomit right now <laughs> it don't bother me at all and maybe it's because i'm the sex therapist but it don't bother me i think because also my grandfather was in a medical field so he was always very we were very free about our bodies. Now we weren't just walking around. Oh, of course. Right. Naked yeah. or nothing like that. But it just wasn't that big of a deal in mm-hmm. my house. I was like, girl, close the door. <laughs> yeah. No, I would feel just like 
I was very just careful like, to never go in the room. Right. Unless they said come in. <laughs> well, clearly Evan didn't get that lesson. No, he didn't. Because he just clearly. busted. Bam! Right in that joint. Um, but nobody was there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he was looking around and I think he became nostalgic mm-hmm. uh, because it's, you know, almost like a time capsule, Rome's essentially. F- yeah. uh, full of pictures. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he sees the papers and becomes very hurt. Now, that's the problem. You shouldn't have been snooping, though, because I don't care what the piece of paper was. My eyes wasn't reading it. Yeah. And that's not, <laughs> your eyes were supposed to be roaming to see the pictures of your mom. Mm-hmm. But you started then reading mm-hmm. stuff. Or when you walked in and realized your daddy wasn't in there. Right. Turning back out like, oh, oh, shoot, he's not in here. Where you at that? <laughs> and then going to go find him. Right. Yep. But unfortunate so then we get to christmas dinner so this is christmas day and whew, the shenanigans so many comments oh lot, there's lots of going on in this yes. from the beginning from the start all the passive slide talk man i thought everyone gonna have no head the subliminals Ooh. happening in this scene because daddy was looking like Boy, keep on who I, th- I was like his face is still on his face mm-hmm <laughs> He was. Mm. So, you know, the family's like, what is, boy, what is going on with you? Why are you acting like this? Mm -hmm. So then, you know, he finally gets to the point where he says something about. And he slammed that paper down in front of his. I was like, boy, you're about to lose your career. In the food that we done cooked twice. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, oh. And what I wrote in here, let's say he reacted like a teenager because mm-hmm. he he is mm-hmm. the baby he mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. i was like the the bones that would have been broken in that hand that would have still been stuck in that food yeah like like you wouldn't gonna be able to lift your hand up sir i don't care mama. how upset i've ever been and no. which i've rarely ever been like upset with my parents i right. can't even really think of a time i have actually been upset with them like angry to that level but even if i was i was gonna hold it i still would have never <laughs> no <laughs> reacted i was like gonna that. hold that in till i like it to it'd the point like, where i probably would have been crying it'd have been like <laughs> dad mm-hmm. i don't know what's going on <laughs> But it looks like you're trying to sell the house. <laughs> like it would have been. That voice would have been so polite. <laughs> and cracking and shaking. Yes. I would, And I wouldn't have had no conversation with him in front of the whole family. Because I don't want to get in trouble. Like I've I've been upset with my mom. And I was like. Mm. But it was it was inside. Like, mm-hmm. and, or I'm in my room talking about. She don't know. But it's inside. Like I don't even mouth the words. Because. Right. My mother is not well. (laughs) She don't do disrespect. Mm. Yeah, I could not imagine reacting like that. And I was like, he just reacted like an impulsive teenager. Yeah. Versus, and he's also on the stuffs. So that's Mm, not helping either. And still grieving. And still grieving. Um, And I was like, but versus uh, responding and expressing his hurt, his shock, his frustration in a way that would have been receptive to his father because now you've angered your father and he has to come out of, it seems like his, his character. Yes. Um, and tell y'all like, this is at the end of the day, this is my house, right? Y'all don't pay for this. Y'all didn't do nothing. This is mine Mm -hmm. to do with what I want. I don't need your permission to make this decision. And he would not have been pushed to react that way had Evan 
come to him like an adult mm-hmm. versus almost like a again i get he's wrapped up in a lot of grief but like a spoiled brat yeah. essentially well and the thing about it is he's still a a young young adult yeah so he ain't far removed from teenage true yeah and i think Very if true. it had just been evan he may have reacted differently but it was all his children mom would never do this mm-hmm. and this and this and this like you don't this person is trying to figure he out started how to off calm. Yeah. He's like, this person is trying to figure out how to do life without his soulmate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like do life without the woman he's been with since 71. And th- see, this is the part that I was like, see, y'all don't value y'all life. <laughs> y'all don't want to be here. <laughs> Cause he said it what about three or four times, mm-hmm. you yeah. know, that this calmly. is calmly. Yeah. Calmly. Like this is my house. Mm-hmm. This is my house. And like each one got a little bit mm-hmm. like an octave until it was like, oh, mm-hmm. y'all not paying attention at all. Mm-hmm. Let me go ahead and throw mm-hmm. this hammer down and hit this table and get y'all attention. Mm-hmm. Cause everybody immediately. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was like, ooh, but Evan got worse. Cause then he stood up, slammed that chair. I said, oh, so you going to tear the chair up? You, mm-hmm. Oh, when he walked out, I was like, yeah, this ain't get ready to be good. No, you, get ready, you, you mad, you own stuff and you driving. This is getting ready to be horrible. Mm-hmm. And you taking most stuff as you driving, falling mm-hmm. asleep at the wheel. Yeah. Ooh. again, impulsive and reckless and reckless. That's another good word for that. But <laughs> more shenanigans because it's just the beginning. Because mm-hmm. as everyone was going out, Jasmine oh. is coming in. Cause she was like, "Oh, okay, somebody leaving, all right." And she just as happy carrying her look, uh, uh, potato salad. It was real light skin. <laughs> but see, I like light skin potato salad though. I don't like mustard, mustardy potato salad. It was too light skin. Oh, it was like mayonnaise, yeah, potatoes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> with a with paprika, with a little, <laughs> just just a dash. I said, Mm-mm. "Somebody yeah. else made that." Mm. Uh, but she come waltzing on in. Well, she was invited in because yes. um, Cameron went and answered the door and said, hey, uh, there's a lady named Jasmine here. And <laughs> she says she's Rachel's friend. <laughs> and Rachel's like, Ooh. and Lonnie, too. Well, Ooh. no, he didn't realize until after he turned around and saw she was taking her coat off. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Then it was like, oh, wait a minute. And then he, of course, goes into the kitchen. Because, you know, that's where all conversations happen mm-hmm. is in the kitchen. So now he like, what's she, what is she doing here? And, you know, now Rachel's got to uh, confess it. Yeah. And, you know, I I think his reaction was. This was probably one of the first, like, appropriate upset reactions. Like, he didn't go way over the top, ridiculous. But he def- definitely was like, yo, mm-hmm. like, do you, you realize what you, yeah, you realize what you did, right? Like, <laughs> like you did this to your sister. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah so then she's you know sure Cheryl Cheryl come on in, yeah. in. she's like what y'all doing here we talking about potato salad and the paprika no he uh, said who does that uh-huh <laughs> and she's like who does what put paprika on <laughs> he potato came up with salad. that lie without even thinking i was like this dude here is a professional liar he been is. lying yes because it was like <laughs> immediate like that was the response to who does about, that and it family fit, don't do that right and it fit right in i'm like dude that was so slick it was because she was like literally everybody does that right he was like no 
<laughs> not my family <laughs> you don't put no paprika on no potato salad mm-hmm. but the way he was hiding behind her when Ooh. they went back and i said okay <laughs> just gonna f- that's the shadow now right you just gonna follow every motion she make because mm-hmm. jasmine was oblivious she was in her food that food must have been real she good she didn't see nathan yeah yeah uh so then of course you know conversation starts to progress and people start asking things and mm. i didn't didn't somebody call his name mm-hmm. well he was gonna go refill back into the, the dressing <laughs> and that's when uh jasmine actually called his name Lonnie? oh okay and he mm. was like Ugh. Mm-hmm. and then of course she was like y'all know each other yeah well me and rachel da, 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 da. i was like jasmine oh. is not reading the room at all no oblivious <laughs> oblivious. oblivious yes because she was really just going through all the like oh we going to chicago girl His sick grandmama named cheryl i mean she was just doing the all most. of it mm. i was like ma'am you, you don't no know the heat of this room no filter and then pass the picture around Ooh. see see us and I was like, what pictures is she and showing? She, and she said, don't swipe left. <laughs> I was like, what pictures you out here showing, girl? You do. Okay. You don't. All right. Where y'all been? Where y'all got some pictures that look like y'all, uh, other mm-hmm. than the ones y'all took at the grocery store. And that just could have been a, you know, a fan mm-hmm. picture, but so obviously now, not. Cheryl is hurt, obviously, and understandably. And she said, well, let me go get grandma for you then. Let me just go get, <laughs> go get her. Aunt May was cracking she, me up. But no, no, we don't need to wake up. We don't need to do nothing special. Let let grandma rest. You know, every time we do rest. something special, something happened. She said, <laughs> no, I'm going to go get her. And she was so calm. She had that uh, Diary of a black, Mad Black Woman. When she dunked him in that wall, yes. she had that going on. Yes. Because if anybody can cry on cue, it's Viola Davis <laughs> and Kimberly Elise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Them is two women that can cry mm-hmm. on a hmm the skill it takes to be able to do yeah. that <laughs> is amazing to me the funny part about this scene also was dad was like well she done went and got it. i'm gonna eat my food he was he was acting about like to he happen. was used to it yeah <laughs> that means she was a firecracker when she was young Ooh, i see why she had to figure it out on her own mm-hmm. <laughs> she probably was a, a yep. little spitfire so you know she was a good shot but she chose not to. Mm-hmm. She gave him a little warning shot when she finally mm-hmm. uh, got grandma and chased him around a little bit and then chased him outside. Jasmine still being oblivious. Aunt May had to get her together. She I did. Know. And I was like, thank you, Aunt May, because she's just out here being dead. She's still. Why are you still talking? She don't want her life. No. No. Like, you don't, you can't figure out what's going on here by now? That this woman that went and got a gun and pointed at the immediate next thought is oh that's his wife or at least girlfriend long term right why was that not the next thought but you know Lonnie almost lost his life and then you know Cheryl of course was hurt yeah Yeah. and I hated it but she needed to know Mm -hmm. I hate the method in which she found this out yeah but it was information she needed to know so that she Mm -hmm. can move on with her life um and not be continue to be tied to that mm-hmm. yeah i agree mm. with that dang you know this was one of the things though uh how we say um 
this is why people confuse emotions Mm-hmm. Because obviously she was hurt, but she looked like she was angry. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying she wasn't, but the anger probably came after she had sat there for so many, so long. Mm-hmm. in the hurt. To all that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also years of it, really. Right. That too. Right. So this is one of those situations, guys, where we say that you have to understand what emotion you're feeling so that you can and the primary emotion, not the secondary emotion. The primary emotion is the healthy version of the secondary emotion and i'm embarrassed it, right like you, you you at my christmas dinner we ain't been to, we ain't been in this house for at least 10 months mm-hmm. and you brought you had an, another woman came for you and she's sitting beside me like we we rubbing literally we rubbing sweaters mm-hmm. like only thing that's in between y'all is me that's in these it. chairs. That's it. I mean, whoo, whoo, Yeah, that's a lot. So then um, Cameron comes up and we learn that Evan has been in an accident. Mm-hmm. Which we knew was about to happen. Mm-hmm, because he was swerving mm-hmm. and bobbing. And on the stuff. Mm-hmm. And luckily for him, he did not hurt himself significantly. He just had a couple of uh, cuts and bruises doesn't seem like anything that was uh, career ending, mm-hmm. uh, but he learned a lesson and him and his father got a chance to have a heart to heart about his mother being gone and the impact it has had on him. Mm-hmm. Um, he finally got a chance to grieve mm-hmm. or process some of the thoughts that he was having from the grief. Yeah. yeah. But I was like, oh, man, that's so sad. I feel bad for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, we also, in the midst of this scene as well, have Christian eating dinner with some politician folks. Mm-hmm. And he sees a homeless woman outside with her two children mm-hmm. and has a change of heart. Of course, as Christmas movies must go. Because mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. in real life, yeah, he was about that campaign and yeah. becoming a congressman. Mm-hmm. But, you know, movies don't quite go that way. So he had a change of heart and met up with his father at the homeless shelter. Mm-hmm to feed individuals um and has now decided that he will fight to you know keep the zoning Mm -hmm. um as at least as is or at least protect the the shelter Mm -hmm. at a minimum well don't forget cheryl and rachel yeah because they apologized to each other and they did found out why they were so you know at odds you know both of them were jealous of each other Mm -hmm. because you think someone else is getting you know what you should be getting but Mm -hmm. in reality probably what was going on is that their parents were actually parenting them from where they needed to be parented Mm -hmm. you know just based off of their personalities or whatever but you know you can't you can't see the trees for the forest and the grass Mm -hmm. ain't always green on the other side true to all of that Mm -hmm. um what else happens here uh so we got Oh, and they get ready to eat the the pie. Well, the, before that, I oh, like, the prom scene. Yeah, even before that, yes. Um, totally Cheryl actually took responsibility for her part in why the marriage was the way it was. Mm. Not that there was an excuse for him to cheat, but she did take con- uh, responsibility for her for being behavior. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So that was good. Uh, so then you know, as the very tail end of the movie, we have aunt may Mm -mm. and before that 
What? Rachel is. Oh, up. I just skipped the prom scene again. <laughs> Rachel is packing. Uh, I guess getting ready to go home. I guess the next day or whatever, and she sees a card from her sister, and her sister actually helps her um, and gives her twenty thousand dollars to continue her education and so that she can become a lawyer to help her divorce her husband. Which we already know that ain't gonna happen the same way because she's gonna divorce him before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was, yeah, I was like, you have a long time. Yes. Right, so she'll be finished with school. <laughs> but, yeah, but the the gesture was sweet though. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, I think yeah, that was definitely a beginning step in yeah. um repair some of the damage that's been done in their relationship mm-hmm. yeah and then we hear the music mm-hmm. he's playing tender love right yes yeah. so and he's doing it old school style i can't remember the name of that movie where the boy has the boom box standing outside that girl's window oh uh, it's one of them like 1980s like uh sweet 16 yeah. uh, breakfast club type of films but i can't remember which one this one is specifically i have it in my view and i cannot think of the name of it mm-hmm. um it's a pretty iconic scene mm-hmm. uh so he's doing that joint and she comes outside you know sh- still kind of rough around the edges but <laughs> a little softer <laughs> uh so he, you know he's like hey girl like i want to take you to the prom i want to redo you know i want to mm-hmm. make it up to you I was, yeah. which i thought was super yeah. sweet mm-hmm. had on a whole tux little limo mm-hmm. everything had the little boom box. I thought it was very sweet and very cute. So then she runs inside um, and he has no idea what in the world's going on. He's like, really? Like, I just did all this. I done apologize. I done got you to mixtape eight. And and I was like, how in the world did she get so get dressed so fast and get her hair in that bun? But then I was like, oh, wait, she got braids so she can get that bun up real mm-hmm. quick. But I was like, that was a quick change. Yeah. So that means you knew exactly where that dress was. Right? Which y- y'all she didn't know it as a little sister. Y'all didn't know where the ten was, but you knew where this this dress from thirty years ago because your sister's older than you, right? So you knew where this dress from thirty because y'all is on twenty years. So at least your sister's at least on twenty five, twenty six. You knew where that dress was. Yep. I was like, maybe it was in the closet in the room she was staying in. I'm just gonna go with that. <laughs> so that was still a quick change. To get out of your clothes and into this dress. And get that bun up. And get your hair in a bun. Mm. Yeah, that was fast. Maybe she was a majorette. <laughs> no, she was a nerd. Oh, okay. Well, because you know, majorettes can change fast. Mm, yeah, so. I know. <laughs> I, I know. Yeah. And on the bus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> in the wings, all over the place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, you know, she had that horrible... <laughs> I know you love green, but that dress no, was that horrible. that was ugly. Yeah, that dress was horrible. Yeah. But it fit the time that it would have, you know, uh, potentially come from. And they had their little dance and he was kissing all on her neck. I was Mm -hmm. like, come on. Oh, Frenching, (laughs) necking. They were doing all that. I said, oh, look at y'all being fast. (laughs) (laughs) 20 years later. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Uh, But I was like, I really, I liked that scene as well. Because I was like, okay, so it's coming together. Like, now you can open yourself up to receiving something. Mm Mm-hmm yeah yeah okay so this is now piscina yes mm-hmm. okay so we got aunt may and i said danny glover <laughs> thank you walter. <laughs> and walter sitting at the table reminiscing about life and out of all the parts of this this um last bit here i really liked that that may said she was living her happiest life. Yes. That, you know, she doesn't have children. She's not married, but she is living the life that she wanted to live. And it has been filled with 
all of the the joys she hoped it would be filled with. Mm-hmm. And her sister also had the same thing that my life wasn't less than because I didn't have that. And hers wasn't less than because she didn't do the things that I did, mm-hmm. that we were both able to find our soulmates. Mm-hmm. It just mine happened to be something different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I also like that she was appreciative and thanking her sister for the sacrifice mm-hmm. of essentially being an extra parent and then also for Walter being what he was to her sister. Mm-hmm. And then adding to both of what you what you both what you ladies both just said, I also like the fact that uh May and Walter got along. Mm-hmm. Like they were still they still had a, a relationship. They it, their relationship didn't die because you know their loved one passed mm-hmm. away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You could see that they both genuinely mm-hmm. had a love for her mm-hmm. yeah so they try the pie but what i did not like mm. was that they ate off the same fork that they is did? nasty yes she oh, had wow. one fork she ate some and then passed it to him huh. and then i did later, not catch that later got another fork but what i will say is i like that she was encouraging him and saying you know okay let's try the pie let's see if you got it right this time and I'm telling you, I was messed up when that emotion overcame her. I was like, oh, Lord Jesus. Oh, yeah, that was the that was the one part in this movie. I was like, oh, you got me. I had <laughs> I had it, it had one little in the corner. I said, you got me because she definitely was like, mm-hmm. oh, you, mm-hmm. you got it. Mm-hmm. Like that was it. Yeah. Well, and and it, of course, it just put me in the mind of my uh, whoever's going to take on the torch of m- making the peach cobbler in my family because mm-hmm. my aunt passed away she was the one who everybody we all ate her peach cobbler and so it was like oh man who's gonna do the recipe now mm-hmm. so yeah that's hard yeah, it brought tears yeah i imagine that's difficult when you mm-hmm. have that type mm-hmm. of close-knit you know relationship yeah. with somebody or somebody is known for this thing mm-hmm. um and now it's like how do we move on without this thing mm-hmm but I was glad that he got it. Me too. You know, that the, the last pie, because it was looking a little janky on the table. Yeah, because it looked like it was too deep of a crust. And it looked a little loose. <laughs> it looked a little loose. Mm-hmm. I, it didn't look like it had no structure to it. Mm. But when she pulled it out of the thing, I was like, oh, okay, it's, it's got some. Either this is not the real pie that's in this container <laughs> or. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I was glad that it it really turned out to be what he remembered it being. Mm-hmm. And of course they call all the kids down. Cause it's like, Oh, you gotta uh-uh. taste it. You gotta taste nah, it. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta come. I did it. <laughs> um, and then the family, you know, enjoys. Because that was the one recipe that she didn't have in the tin. Mm-hmm. I'm like, why you didn't have that one in the tin? But cause it was she all probably was love. thinking it was too easy to put in there. That's probably Mm-hmm. That's yeah. why you gotta ask. Yeah, ask. Um, I have a friend that um, she, I don't know if she's still trying to do this, but I know some years ago that was something she was trying to do with her family, like get all the older people to tell her like her. what specifically they did so that she could mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. continue that on. And a lot of them gave. She was saying gave like, oh well, you just put some and some but nothing yeah. like a cup of mm-hmm. or half of this. And she was like, it's hard to mimic that. Cause I don't know what some flour is, mm-hmm. you know, is that two cups? Is that a cup and a half? Is that three cups? Is it five cups? You know, there's no real, yeah. um, 
Like mm-hmm. not everything can be cooked by feel. No. Right. I've been yeah. trying to get this from my mama since I was in high school. She's talking about, oh, when you get married, what if I don't find it? I need the mm-hmm. recipe right yeah. now more than I need the man. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the recipes yeah. are more important. <laughs> well, I think this is why it's important for you to, you know, have family time and talk and have fun and things like that. Cause like I was telling y'all before, one of the things that I was asking my mom at this point, cause my aunt also used to uh, teach all of the nieces and nephews up singing and three-part harmony and things like that and so Mm -hmm. I was like well mama are you gonna take that torch on you know is it gonna be passed on to you now because you know you can do it Mm -hmm. and she was like no I was like no how why are you gonna teach your grandbabies what how how everybody go we got all these babies in the family Mm -hmm. who's gonna learn who's gonna teach them so hopefully she takes it on Mm -hmm. so you know it can continue to go on and then and then at that point as we pay attention to what my mom is doing to teach them, we can begin to take it on. My generation can then take it on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, makes sense. Yep. So that's the end. Mm-hmm. Nice wrap up. Yep. Okay. Well, ratings. So I was, I can't remember. What are we doing? Numbers or letters? Numbers. Numbers. Okay. <laughs> 10 to or five, five, one to five. Okay. So I would say, so I would say a four because I like the way it portrayed grief Mm -hmm. and what families go through, you know, when, when you're experiencing grief. So I would say four. Okay. I give it four too. I think it is one of the, um, more realistic, um, black Christmas movies because sometimes they can be over the top cheesy mm-hmm. and I feel like it was more comedic than cheesy and I think there's just so many people that were comedic in the movie which why it may feel cheesy um but I enjoyed you know talking about addiction talking about grief uh living in the past like it was so many mm-hmm. pieces to everybody's yeah. story it wasn't just yeah flat I agree mm-hmm. yeah uh I would give it a three um, for many of the same reasons y'all y'all mm-hmm. did. Um, I think some things could have been fleshed out a little bit better. Um, but overall, I think it was a solid film. Mm-hmm. Um, this was my first time seeing this one. Yeah, me too. So I think it was solid. It's probably not one that I will add to the rotation, but yeah, bad. I'm not watching this no more because yeah. I can't do the pie. Oh yeah, <laughs> I can't do it. And see, if I'm not a huge Christmas movie person, I have like three, three or four <laughs> that I watch and I stick to those. So, but other than that, solid film. Okay. So just as a reminder, we will be going live next week uh, for our disc broad. Yeah. 6 p.m. December 29th, 2021. Uh, please, if you can catch us, jump on the live. We promise we're going to have our camera situation, you know, in better, uh, better sorts mm-hmm. next week. We'll try to be straight up and all in frame. <laughs> we're going to be all in the frame. We're going to figure out the straight up. <laughs> uh, but other than that, we'll catch y'all on the flip side. Must be this volume control. So, okay, interns, process your notes. Be sure to catch us next session and find us on all major platforms at The Recycled Podcast. If you're a new intern, 
be sure to like, comment, subscribe, and share. Thanks for listening. And remember, we are shifting and reshaping our psyche through healing conversations and connections, one discussion at a time.